0: The Rock of Portland 101.
1: KUFO. KUFO. Portland. Attention broadcasters in the greater Portland area. Your daily show prep begins now.
2: in 15 seconds after the hour of five in this, the month of September in the year of our Lord 2009. Thank you for coming along and making it part of your listening day. We are live from the blushly <clears throat> appointed yet not overly ostentatious studios of Rock 101 K UFO in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Thank you for coming along and making it part of your listening day. It is Friday, September 11th, 2009. My name is uh, Rick Emerson. It is the Rick Emerson Cavalcade of Whimsy. If you'd like to email us, you can do that as well. It's uh, rick at rickemerson.com. Rick at rickemerson.com. Sarah X. Dillon can be reached at sarah at uh, kufo.com. Tim at kufo.com. Or Greg Nibbler can be reached at uh, n-i-b-l-e-r at kufo.com. Dot com. Our phone number is 503-228-4101, or you can text at 520-51. 520-51. Today we have our final copy of the Beatles rock band game uh, that we're going to be uh, giving away Something. like Maybe Kurt Cobain will appear inside that game as well. Maybe. I think it should be a rule from now on that Kurt Cobain should have to appear in every video game everywhere. Like maybe with a bionic arm that he uses to vanquish evildoers. That'd be awesome. Oh, have you seen the... Uh, have you seen Courtney's actual, like, her Twitter thing that she, uh,
3: No, I haven't.
2: And by the way, it never before has some sort of crude term for sending out a Twitter message been more appropriate. It really is worth reading, because it's like, it's not even just that it makes no sense, which it doesn't. It's also that she's got this strange sort of, like, E.E. E. Cummings meets total inebriation slash incompetence approach to spelling and punctuation and it, it, like words all run run together and it, it, like sentences sort of start and stop nowhere in particular.
4: It's awesome. So uh, we'll talk about that uh, uh, later on. Then we have a Lindsay Lohan's uh, voicemail messages this morning. No. Yes, we do. We what?
2: Three of them. I'm giving you a virtual hug right now, Tim Riley. Rick, That's was, why I'm I'm so quiet, trying to prepare all these things.
4: Brick was I not a flutter, playing with blinds and whatnot? I was telling you how
3: much I missed Lindsay Lohan yesterday. Yes, you Remember? were. You
2: conjured this.
3: Oh my God.
2: And by the way, note Tim's totally accurate assessment of really where most of the work lies uh, on this program. He's assembling news, and I'm here uh, adjusting the Venetian blind in the studio over and over again until they're to my liking.
4: And I want small bread. But we all have these little things that have to be perfect. Like I go with one of those uh, wet naps and erase all the coffee rings on the counter first thing when I come in in the morning because I can't stand to look at them.
2: These are like the Purell uh, handy wipe things. So him is in here sort of going before you come in, sandblasting the counter until it is free of all microbes and bacteria. I'm uh, making sure that I block out every single ray of the sun like I'm Bill Compton. Uh, you know, and then Sarah's looking for embarrassing photos of celebrities wetting themselves. So we've all got our areas of expertise. And then, uh, you know, I don't know. Greg just Greg just watches videos of people crying, I think. That's kind of the conclusion.
4: And we I'll just keep to. adding on more things to his job no. <laughs> every day. Well,
2: well, let's see. It's kind of a, it's like kind of a uh, let's see how much we can pile on before he snaps sort of a thing. Uh, speaking of how much we can pile on before somebody snaps, so yesterday... Incidentally, I went into the kitchen. I came here back yesterday evening to do some uh, to do some work with something, and I walked into the kitchen to get a viso out of the fridge—a cold, crisp, refreshing viso—and the first thing I saw was that. Damn mayonnaise just sitting in there, which you've got to take home. I can't because every time I open it, it's like I get nom flashbacks I or something. Have to wait
3: until my car gets fixed because I can't keep toting that around. Oh, because you're guy. biking. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, I might move it to the lower fridge so I don't have to be confronted with it. Because then it was like Is suddenly that the stinky
3: the, fridge isn't the lower one. They're stinky?
2: both the stinky fridge. I think I believe they were both cleaned out recently. Well, that's, that's true. I think, I, I, think the, I think the guys I think the guys a couple clean them out. But as I opened it and I saw the fridge and the, it, it, it wasn't just the mayonnaise. It was that I opened it and it was sitting right next to the peanut butter. And it was sort of a, ah! and it all sort of, it all kind of came back to me. Um, I had some point that I was going to make here. Ba, 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 you want ba, another ba. peanut
3: butter and mayonnaise sandwich?
2: No. No, it's not that at all. Oh, it, so it, because we had that yesterday, I mentioned to you that I had uh, another installment of Video Rodeo all racked up and ready to go. Yes. Got off the air yesterday same guy sent me yet another video rodeo uh submission and so i got to i got to figure out which one exactly we're going to go with today but we'll have greg watch that that'll be another part of uh that'll be that'll be another ad hoc part of greg's job description um and so forth uh copy the beatles rock band today and a pair of tickets to see def leppard and poison which actually that show is tonight so we'll have the final pair of passes to see that and a pair of tickets to see the deftones and slipknot Going to be uh, listening for that. We're joined today, as always, by the lovely and talented Sarah Dillon. Hello, how are you today?
3: Hello, I'm I'm very entertained so far today. And then on my bike ride this morning, A, I'm loving bike riding because it is just like the greatest thing ever because B, all the drunk people are out all the time. And today I saw all of them were on foot, and I saw some drunk hipster uh, right in front of Pizza Oasis on Hawthorne stumble into uh, the doorway and then just like pass out <laughs> And he was wearing, like, you know, those little, like, neck scarf things. Of course. And then there were all these guys walking by when I was on my bike, and one of them was wearing a cowboy hat, and the other one was wearing, like, a sailor hat. And they were, like, stumbling down the street, and they're all like, hey, good morning.
4: I'm a douchebag. It was pretty hilarious. Sleeping comfortably in an alley in their own waist with a big (laughs) smile.
3: Yes. It's it's just hours of entertainment. I think I'm just going to keep doing this just for the sheer, um, you know, hilarity value.
2: And by the way, wearing a scarf, we call that now. That's the Wearing the Dale Allen Lee. Is uh, what that is That's the uh, All he's got to have is just a big uh, picket fence teeth To go with that Oh
3: I'm like Dale only
2: Yeah It's uh, And you know the thing about you biking That's the thing that's going to get played back someday Like at your wake uh, You know when they'll say and, uh, What seemed to be uh, a fortunate turn of events at the time Ended up being her undoing It'll be you I love biking at three in the morning There's drunks everywhere And then it'll be You'll be like a cautionary tale on, uh, on coin TV or something Oh thanks You look very flash dance today I know. You got the, It's. A, I guess it's just like a tank top or something. It's. A, is the collar actually cut off that, or is that just the way no, that sits?
3: Is, yeah, this is how I bought it. It's just like a big thing. And then I know, and plus, like, I'm wearing knee socks, but I just push them down so they look like leg warmers
2: now. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Pay a visit to the news desk with your personal savior, Tim Riley. Whoa. <laughs> look over here.
0: Hello. In the news with
4: Tim Riley. Good morning, everyone. I love KUFO News Center in downtown Portland. It's going to be 90 degrees today and tomorrow. Summer is still with us. Make any sense at all? Two more days of it. All right. Top of the news: Jack Alvord will get 22 months in prison for hitting a blind man walking the sidewalk last summer, breaking his pelvis and legs in eight places. Uh. This happened in the 5700 block of Northeast Sandy. He hit the man several times, took off. Witnesses followed and stopped him further down the road until cops arrived and took him downtown. And th- th- there is a silver lining. He did own up to the crime and has been trying to make amends ever since. He pushes insurance company to settle with his victim for $1.25 million. Uh, once he is uh, out of prison, he has agreed to sit beside the man, Norman Larkin, and tell other drunk drivers what happened when he made that terrible decision, and now Larkin says he's his new best friend. Uh, Albert had a blood alcohol level of 0.30. That's four times the legal wow, limit in that's driving. Quite a lot. So, he has admitted to his uh, his wrongdoing. So, South Carolina Republican Congressman Joe Wilson, whose real first name by the way is Addison.
2: Really? I found out. That's not a republican name, Tim. That almost sounds Joe, like a name.
4: Joe is a name a of a common of common person. Well, he insists his presidential outburst was spontaneous, not premeditated. And in doing so, well, he really doesn't stop his opponents from raking in tons of cash to defeat him in the upcoming election. What is Addison, I mean, Joe Wilson to do, a very common name? He gets on the Internet, puts together a video, and begs for cash. I need
0: your help now. If you agree with me that the government-run health plan is bad medicine for America, then I ask for your support. Please go to JoeWilsonForCongress.com and contribute to my effort to defeat the proponents of government-run health care. Health care is a matter of life and death for so many. I choose life with health insurance reform. I hope you will join me in this effort.
4: Support Joe Wilson for Congress.com That that sounds like... uh, So you support life by going against government health Wait, for people it, who don't have insurance.
3: It makes total sense. I was just to thinking,
4: Republicans it does. He sounds to like Republicans that, it does. They can have theirs, you can have yours.
2: He sounds like that guy late at night, though, that is always trying to sell your grandparents' computer equipment. Mm. And if you order now... I will send you this free CD-ROM. It will be an easy installation for your computer, and you will understand how to use your computer more effectively. And where's where, where the just, Glenn Miller model now. <laughs> there's just the, like the one static shot of the guy, and it's like the sort of sub-cable uh, access uh, production values. Wow. All right.
4: So uh, that's fairly interesting, isn't it?
2: Well, the good news is we can forget about him probably after the, uh, oh, the next yeah, election. That And you know, that you have you ever heard a guy who had a more flat delivery? That's clearly because there was somebody in his office, like a college intern or something, that told him that going on the YouTube
4: was the way to uh, rake in lots of cash. Here's uh, Tim Riley. So uh, Latoya Jackson has been commanded to pay up or beat it. She's uh, days away from losing her Las Vegas home unless she comes up with enough cash to pay the mortgage at the end of the month. Latoya owes... Seven hundred forty five thousand six hundred seventy dollars and twenty seven cents on your swanky condo.
2: Where would they possibly expect Latoya Jackson to come up with seven hundred and forty five thousand dollars? I
4: don't know. That's just
2: ridiculous. Maybe are you good for this? Is...
4: Yeah, sure. Maybe she should ask Joe Wilson's advice <laughs> on fundraising. That's just retarded. Where I
2: that makes no sense at all. Michael Jackson couldn't come up with seven hundred and forty-five thousand dollars. But you have
4: to hand it to the Jacksons; they end up living the high life and not having to pay for anything ever. God, how do I, they do it? I don't know, actually. I mean, they're... how can I come up with a tab of seven hundred forty-five thousand six hundred seventy dollars and twenty-seven cents and continue to live that way on a daily basis? I, uh, clearly, the answer is to be nude and wrap yourself in a snake somewhere. It says here, according to a representative, "quote Latoya has an extensive real estate portfolio." <laughs> And is there, her advisors <laughs> directed her to the business decision to let this particular property go.
2: Awesome. Ah, that's great On the note of the Jacksons uh, We should say that we're going to be talking to Dax Holt from TMZ Coming up later on the day, that'll be at 8 o'clock Aaron Duran will be here at 7 a.m. with The Week in Geek And Lisa Desjardins will join us at 6 o'clock And we'll talk about, uh, as The Onion put it How uh, Congress is debating the best way to not give Americans health care It's 503-228-4101 Straight ahead, more from Tim Riley at the news desk This is the Rick Emerson Show, live from Portland Stay right there
1: This is the Rick Emerson Show On Rock 101 KUFO
0: The Rick Emerson Show returns. This is Rock 101
2: KUFO. It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Thank you for coming by. It's 503-228-4101-503. 228-4101. 228 4101, let's not forget that this coming Sunday, uh, I gotta get a separate set of eyes or so I gotta clone myself. This Sunday, we've got Mad Men, the True Blood season finale, and the Video Music Awards all happening at the same time, same night. And there's only one of me. Life is hard.
3: Oh, I feel bad for the VMAs going toe-to-toe with True Blood.
2: Yeah. I, I figure it'll start big because it's got that uh, the Janet Jackson thing uh, right at the beginning, which everybody... Because sometimes they'll tease that stuff as, you know, a, you know, a special surprise at the, something you won't see coming. But this time, I think they just know out of the gate they've got to get as many viewers as possible and just, try to keep them. So they're doing the Janet Jackson thing um, <clears throat> pardon me, right at the beginning. And then I don't know what... I don't even know what else is... Britney is on tap except and that except the Russell
3: Brander hosting? Yeah, but
2: and the Russell Brand thing I can get because that's the guy from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? Yeah, he's hilarious. See, I get, I get to understand that. The Britney Spears thing just seems like that seems like somebody in a manager's office somewhere is pulling in the last favors that they have sitting in a drawer. You know, that's what it's called. Like, remember when I destroyed those Polaroids of you? It's payback time. Britney needs to host the VMAs. It, it seems very like three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I I mean I suppose uh, that is the thing that TiVo is made for. Because the VMAs are probably going to be two, two and a half hours long, something like that. What's um, what YouTube's made for. Yeah, so I'll just, I'll go back. and the, the great thing about YouTube is you can pretend that you've watched things you really haven't. I mean You can give the illusion of being much more well-read or well-watched, is, is the case maybe, uh, than you really are. Speaking of YouTube, <clears throat> as you note know, real quickly, uh, I was just lamenting to Sarah during the break that the part of video rodeo that sucks is not even really the, I mean, I'm not the one who has to watch it for the most part, except that as I'm, Getting it ready and putting it online, I have to sort of view it through closed fingers, trying desperately not to let the images get into my brain. So just now, I was looking at the video rodeo submission, which just I mean, for what I've seen is just is, is awful. It's uh, so a three and a half minutes of bad. Uh, We're
3: gonna make Greg watch it, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I feel like eating I,
3: a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich.
2: <laughs> I feel like I should have somebody else uh, sort of screen this one though, because I don't, I can't, I can't verify that the audio track is clean.
3: I'll screen it.
2: Really. All right. As long because, as it
3: isn't like the fingertip thing.
2: Uh, no, it's no fingertip thing, and there are no spiders in it. Um, uh, unlike it something else that I was sent uh, yesterday. Pardon me. Is it blood? Well, a little bit. At the news desk, it's your personal savior, Tim
4: Riley. In the news with Tim Riley. You're boarding from the KUFO News Center in downtown Portland. It is going to be 90 degrees today and tomorrow. 5:28 now. A Lake man is furious with Southwest Airlines for forcing his lovely wife to buy a second seat because she is too rotund to fit in one. Trampas Adams wants an apology, claiming his woman was in tears throughout the flight and ended up going to the hospital the next day. For the record, she's 5'8", 350 pounds. Adams said he even took a picture of the missus fitting snugly into one seat.
2: Snugly is that what they call that now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a new Lifetime movie? Too Fat for a Single. The That Girl Story.
4: Organizers have canceled that tribute concert to Michael Jackson, scheduled for Vienna. The reason? Poor treatment by the local Austrian media.
2: In other news, there was a Michael Jackson tribute concert scheduled in Vienna. Yes. <laughs> what? It's canceled. But I mean... Due to
4: poor treatment from the Austrian media.
2: <laughs> it's hard to believe that Austrians would treat people badly. Too.
4: It really is. <laughs> You yeah.
2: have such a great track
4: record. Usually they're chaining people in dungeons. Meanwhile, Dustin Diamond needs your cash. He's being sued for over $21,000 in taxes, and his car has been repossessed. Uh, he was sued by Ford Motor Credit last year, which resulted in the repossession of his 2005 Ford Expedition.
2: I wonder if they fight over repossessions for guys like that. Like, if that comes up in the computer and it's sort of... You know, like if it's, uh, you know, like luck of the draw or something, it, whoever's up, you know, whoever's turn it is to just get the next name out of the computer. Or when it says, like, you must go uh, repossess something from David Caruso, if they all kind of go like, oh, no, no, me, me, me. And it's you know, sort of a squabble over it. By the way, $21,000 is not all that impressive. Is that all it takes to get in the news now if you owe the IRS $21,000? Willie Nelson owed the IRS $455,000. Oh, it is
4: not the IRS. It is Wisconsin. You owe Wisconsin? Wisconsin. To- he owes Wisconsin. Twenty-one thousand dollars. Okay, well, that's sort of like grading on a curve, then I guess. I mean, that's like most of the state budget, I would imagine. Isn't that one of those cheese
2: states? Yes, it is.
3: I mean, he's regretting declining the Save by the Bell reunion now.
2: If yeah, totally. And if you look at if you look at the uh, like the pie chart of the Wisconsin income, it's like eighty-four percent is cheese, and the twenty-six percent is Dustin Diamond's is revenue.
4: From Texas comes word a 65 year old woman who chased down a man who snatched her purse had the chance to confront her assailant in court. Val Renfro was allowed to speak during the sentencing of 47 year old Ricky Lee Sample in the Tarrant County Courtroom.
1: I told him, I said, you saw a woman alone in a parking lot that day and you thought it was an easy target. I'm a strong woman.
4: Uh, Val Renfro was recorded in 911 tape when she chased down Ricky Lee Sample. Wow. <laughs> that Rembro says like it broke her heart. She hasn't been the
1: same since the person ages. I'm cynical now. I'm distrustful of people who look at me, and I wonder why.
2: Uh, really, note to everyone, don't look at Vanessa. What's her name? She'll kill you. Oh, by the way, she ran over him with her car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <God. laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that her being distrustful of people is a two-way street at this point. I uh, don't know that I'm going to be uh, along with her. What's
3: what the- was her name? I want to look her up.
2: Val
4: Rempro, and what was the guy's name? Ricky Lee Sample.
2: Ricky Lee Sample. You. Oh, by the way, I. That's become my new favorite thing to do. By it. the way, that's why I that's... find
4: these stories. I know you like them so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I try to find one per day. There's, there's nothing. There's no story that can't be appropriately tagged with that. Ricky Lee, you get off the porch. By the way, speaking of that, so um, we have this guy who created our our new favorite mugshot. Um. The guy, Dale Allen Lee, Uh, if you go to rickemberson.com, and I guess I should actually sort of reorder the picture so you can see the the progress of it, but he's the guy who had this completely horrible mugshot, and by the way, I saw an interview with one of the cops in Florida yesterday who busted the guy who confirmed that that is his real mugshot, because they had some some nickname for him. They were calling him, like, you know, Dracula or something, whatever, because to say that he has bad teeth is really just to, to give the most massive disservice to the photo. I mean, it's just... I was going to say jaw-dropping, and that seems like an unfortunate pump, but it's just... It, it, you can't even really process that it. it's his real uh, jawline. I don't even know where those teeth are attached. I mean, it sort of looks like the teeth actually come out of his lips. It's just—it's all its all very confusing. It's pretty creepy. And so a listener uh, named Eric, I think his name is, uh, did this great little Photoshop where he just sort of put the ascot and the whatever on him. So I was uh, on my Facebook page today, and uh, I saw this it said, Rick... I winced a bit when I read the, uh, CreateCon, CreateCon the the Portland Creative Seminar that I'm, I'm, the hosting on Saturday. It says, I winced a bit when I read the CreateCon site's reference to you as, quote, a morning show personality rather than talk show host, as if your job is dialing up random people on the phone and asking if their refrigerator is running. Then I clicked on your name and went to your website, and the front page shows a toothless hillbilly and an ascot, and I decided that maybe their assessment of your show wasn't so wrong after all. Anyway, so there you go. So you can, see, uh, you can see that picture of Dale Allen Lee at Rick Emerson.com. Here's Tim
4: Riley. Time for a penis watch, awesome. which we haven't had in quite some time. Here's your uh, penis watch for a Friday. A look for my, Rick Emerson my show.
0: enormous penis. penis. And my troubles start to melting away. Bow, bow, bow. I take a look at bow, my enormous penis. And everything is going my way. Bow, bow,
4: bow. This comes to us from Chilton, Wisconsin. A man whose penis was glued to his stomach testified that a motel tryst with his girlfriend involving a bondage fantasy turned painful and humiliating after his wife, a second girlfriend, and another woman burst into the room and harassed him because of his cheating ways. The 37-year-old Fond du Lac man told the county court judge that during the July 30th ordeal that lasted for some 30 minutes, he was punched in the face twice. The woman he had gone to the motel room to meet, Teresa Zeman, superglued his penis to his stomach <laughs> while at least two other women watched. I was Sorry. telling them, you can't let her do that. This is an insult. Uh, this fellow named uh, Zeman, Wendy Sewell, and Michelle Bellevue of Neha, Wisconsin, and the man's 30 year old wife are each charged with being a party to felony false imprisonment, which is also a felony, is also what uh, is also charged with misdemeanor fourth degree sexual assault for the gluing incident. All the women, except for the man's wife, glared at him during this nearly 90-minute ordeal. They all declined to comment on their way out of court. The Associated Press is not naming the man and his wife because he is the alleged victim of sex abuse. The man testified that he had developed sexual relationships with two women, uh, and he agreed to be tied to his bed. So, if we, this is a story
2: we had a few weeks ago. Did We figure out that two of the women were sisters. Yes, is that the thing? Two of the women are related, That's and they're all disturbing. yeah, and they're all kind of. Um, they're all kind of stout. I mean, they're not, it's not like hot sisters either. It's like a. Like women who fly Southwest Airlines. That's your assessment, Tim Riley. <laughs> That's not my assessment, nor my lawyer's. It's 503 228 4101. Straight ahead, more from Tim Riley. Coming up at six o'clock, a radio correspondent Lisa Desjardins will talk to us. I want to know. Um, a, more about Joe Wilson. I'm sorry, what's his name?
4: Atkinson? Addison? Adavan? Addison. Ativan, Addison. Addison. Uh, and it would be Anderson, those Southern people have weird names.
2: Dax That's Old from TMZ as well later on. Stay right there. The Rick Emerson Show on
0: Rock 101 KUFO. Broadcasting from the greatest city on Earth. Where I come from, it is normal to be gay. The Rick Emerson Show returns. This is Rock 101 KUFO.
2: It's a Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Thank you for joining us. It's 503 2284 101 503 101 Uh all right, I've got the uh, video rodeo thing that... Uh, you'll have to screen this, I guess, because I, I can't okay, bring myself watch to watch it. it all the way through. And it just... Does it just go on and on? It's like three minutes long. Uh, it, it just it just goes on endlessly, Sarah. <laughs> long after the point where it should have ended. Droning away. Shut up. At the news
4: desk, it's Tim Riley, ladies and gentlemen. In the news with Tim Riley. Good morning from the KUFO News Center downtown Portland, 543 now. We're getting plenty of free money. Stimulus funds are heading to Portland. The city will receive $58 million in stimulus money from the federal government. Officials with the city say Portland will have to meet certain rules and regulations. The funds are expected to be used for road repairs, helping the homeless, and adding police. The man suspected of running a fraudulent towing company to steal cars has been found guilty by a jury. Twenty-seven-year-old Patrick Joint, who ran set towing with his gal pal, is being held in county jail. Joint was convicted of 14 felonies for towing cars and later selling them before the owners could pay the fines and claim them. This happened for a long, long time. His girlfriend is already in jail for her part in this towing madness.
2: So this is where was he a, a licensed? Towing guy, or no. was he just pretending to be a towing guy?
4: A wannabe tow man.
2: So he would just sort of come and tow your car away, and then you'd come back. and Where do, my car was just here, and meanwhile, he's already sold it to some other guy on the other side of town. That is correct. Yes, that's kind of awesome in a way. I mean, you've got to you've got to hand it to a guy who that breaks new ground, finds a different way to scam people. Oh, by the way, Sarah, I just sent you the, uh, I just sent you the video rodeo. Just the subject line uh, should tell you what you need to know right oh. there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's really? what I'm saying. And it's a and, and it's just and it's and I think the guy is drunk at a kitchen table and then there's a couple of girls there with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I
3: don't know if I can watch this actually.
2: I see the thing is it's the nature and by the way we I, mean, take I don't a,
3: have to watch it, I can just close my eyes and listen to it.
2: That's a good okay, no, good good point. Uh, so we should describe so the, so video rodeo is by definition, something awful that you have to watch. And it started with that two girls, one cup video. I mean, that really is what created the entire and not everything can be two girls one cup. So as a result, we don't really try to replicate that. We go in a lot of different well, there directions. Was glass ass. We had yeah, there was the glass ass thing and we had something else after what was the last video rodeo we I feel did? So
3: bad for Greg.
2: There was we had two girls, one cup, and then the glass ass, which is the guy and his
3: Um butt and then we had the, the... girl be getting the thing out of her neck.
2: Oh, the that the girl that had the, whatever, tapeworm the tapeworm or something. There was they, they were pulling the tapeworm out of the side of her head. So this is more like that than the other two. This is this is closer to tapeworm than to than to cup. Um but by definition, it's a thing that I don't want to watch all the way through to screen for content. But you're right. You could actually just be listening to it to see if it, be, do you see why I'm, why I'm afraid that there might be profanity in oh, this video? God. Yeah,
3: I can't even, like, just reading the subject line. It's making me kind of feel nauseous right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I'd like to be able to play it on the air so the audience can at least get a, uh, a little bit of a sense of what,
3: uh. Can I stick an open jar of mayonnaise next to Greg while he's watching it?
2: Yes. Yes, you can. And you know, and if push comes to shove, he can just watch it and we'll play some soothing lounge music, uh, underneath. So video rodeo. Coming up uh, later on today. this
5: show is turning into what can we do to make Greg puke show.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, it well, is. Well, we
3: haven't made you yet. If well, we do, then it'll stop.
2: If we do, I mean, Greg, if we, if we don't <laughs> go over the line, we'll never know where it is. There you go. Well, anything I can do. All right. At the news desk, it's Tim Riley.
4: Two workers in the Baltimore office of the community organizing group called Acorn have been fired. The pair were caught on hidden camera, allegedly advising a man posing as a pimp and a woman pretending to be a prostitute. One A-Court official told the people how to falsify tax forms and seek illegal benefits for what they described as 13 young girls from El Salvador who were coming to the U.S. hoping to become prostitutes. Oh, hang on a minute here, I turned that off. They were coming to the U.S. with the hope of becoming prostitutes. You're
3: taking care
2: of them. Yeah. So you can use them as a defendant.
4: What if they're making money because they're
2: performing
5: they're tricks you.
1: if they Money and they're under age you, you nobody
4: know anyway. Wow. Everybody's laughing. Okay. The new fired worker was caught on camera giving out some questionable advice.
1: So stop saying, it.
4: got it, okay? Because as you say that, people will shut you down.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. You won't hear nothing else you're saying. That's why the fight shut you down like a bitch,
4: so they're okay unless they mention the word prostitute. No,
2: no, no. It's escorts, Tim. El Salvadorian escorts. They're the uh,
4: uh, they they're the most uh, yeah they're the most desirable apparently. So I found out a little bit more about this uh, Vienna concert that was closed down. This is the Michael Jackson uh, tribute show. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, uh, Jermaine Jackson is kind of taking a page from his dad's playbook by announcing that people were paying tribute even though they had no idea. Uh, Natalie Cole was on the list. She knew nothing about it. Also, uh, her her representatives say, she's busy with the Delhi Lama that weekend. Also, uh, Chris Brown was supposed to be there. You know nothing about it. Same with Mary J. Blige. Nothing.
2: Do you suppose they just picked Vienna because he thought it was so far away that nobody would be able to sort of investigate it? Like, he just sort of thought Vienna was kind of over there. Like, if you ask me where Vienna was, I mean, I know it's in Austria, but I don't think I could point to it on a map. I Do mean, you know I, where Austria is? No. I have not a clue. I couldn't. I don't either. No, I have no idea where Austria is. Next to Germany. That doesn't. I realize that that helps you because you're cosmopolitan, but that doesn't. I'm an ugly American. I don't know where. Uh, it's,
4: it's a big thing on the map.
2: I mean, I know it's not in Oregon. Basically, that's uh, that's it. I know it's no. N- Austria is not in Oregon. <laughs> I know it's not near us. I think that's been established. But I think that's the Jermaine Jackson school of thought. Well, it's uh, it's way over there somewhere. No one will be able to investigate further.
4: So, in, in the meantime, Michael Jackson's mother is thanking those who participated in Vienna even though they didn't participate.
2: That is an entire family of lunatics.
4: So, Katherine Jackson makes her first public comment since the star's death with a word of thanks to everyone participating in this (laughs) now-canceled concert.
1: I'd like to thank everyone that are participating. Everyone that are are participating. Thank you. Over there for my son, Michael. And I know that uh, Michael would appreciate what all you all are doing if he was here today.
2: If only it was actually happening, or any of you have been told about it, or it was real in any way.
4: But she gets the date of the show wrong, but promises to be there.
1: <laughs> I'm looking forward to being there on the 29th to see the show, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Also, I'd like to thank the producers and everyone else involved. Thank you again, and thank you to all the fans that have supported my children. I'm sure the show's going to be fantastic, and I'm looking forward to seeing you there.
4: <laughs> wow. These people are all nuts.
2: This is is like not one among them tethered to reality in any way. Uh, Well, it's good to know that even without Michael the Jacksons, do you suppose that like all these years, the whole family was this entertaining and we just never knew about it? Because it's like Michael was so Michael was sort of the, the bright light that outshone everybody else. And so you couldn't really see all of the great humor that was happening behind the scenes. Maybe, you know, if there's any silver lining to this, it's that without Michael around, we'll get to revel in the uh, apparently endless the the crazy? entertainment value Yes, <laughs> offered by. I mean, they're like they're like one big they're like one big real life Bluth family. I mean, there's I mean, they really are sort of they really are kind of this weird arrested development in real life sort of a thing. Right. Except like instead of like the imploded Bluth real estate uh, thing, they've got Michael's uh, they've got Michael's career, Michael. If the Jacksons were the Bluths, who would be who? Because that kind of sounds. That is. So is Michael like Job? No, no, Jermaine no, see, would be Job. See, Michael isn't Job. Michael, it's Job would either be uh, would either be Joe Jackson or it would be Jermaine Jackson. Because I think would Michael be George Michael? No, Michael would be Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Michael would be George Bluth. He would be the Jeffrey Ted the, the imprisoned dad because he's the guy that was originally running everything without him everything you know it all just falls apart and goes to hell although he himself is 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 at best incompetent and you know in, in quite possibly actively so, corrupt so
3: is Latoya Lindsay?
2: I guess I don't know. I I need to take this back in yes, the Yes, we need to we need to discuss. This. Take this still back to there, the shed and work Jackson on a little bit.
4: Jackson news every fifteen minutes. Uh, Jackson I'm, news at the top of the hour.
2: Uh, I myself, we ought to just sort of a uh, it'd be like traffic and weather on the fives or something. It'd be the Jackson news on the seventh.
4: Here is Tim Riley. The most expensive dog in the world has been sold for five hundred eighty-two thousand dollars to Jackson. This is a black Tibetan Mastiff. It is thirty-one inches high. It answers to the name of Yancey River Number Two. It is believed to have broken the record as the most expensive dog after a Chinese woman paid $582,000 for this priceless canine. In keeping with its record-shattering status, according to local reports, the 18-month-old dog arrived at his new owner's so, home in excessively stupendous style. A motorcade of 30 luxury cars cruised to the airport for the delivery of Yancey and onlookers gathered to celebrate the arrival of the city's new resident. Yes, if this figure is accurate, Yancey River number two, possibly the most expensive dog ever in history, will go in the record books. Earlier this year, a family in Florida paid $155,000 for a Labrador called Lancelot Encore. That price included the cost of cloning the original Lancelot. The young millionaire, according to a report from a Chinese website, fell in love with the dog while on a breeding trip. The woman, referred to only as Mrs. Wang, had been traveling to the town of Yushu... With a Tibetan Mastiff, which was already owned by somebody else. um So I guess gold was the price, but this Tibetan Mastiff isn't, said one woman on her return home. It remains unclear why she named the dog Yancey River Number no. 2. Though the process appears to have taken place while Mrs. Wang and her dogs were returning from the breeders. Mrs. Wang and her
2: dogs. This whole story is like panning for gold. And right there, Mrs. Wang is the uh, she's the nugget right there in the center of it. Excellent. Uh, straight ahead, CNN Radio Correspondent Lisa Desjardins will join us coming up at 7 o'clock. Aaron Duran with Weekend Geek. Dax Holt at 8 o'clock from TMZ. Uh, in betwixt the two, we'll have Ball Talk with Greg Nibbler at 620. Sometime this morning, a pair of tickets to see Def Leppard and Poison and our final copy of the Beatles' rock band game. Be listening. We continue next live beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon.
0: This is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101, KUFO. KUFO, papa! Portland.
2: It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101, KUFO. Thank you for joining us. It is 503. 228-4101-503-228-4101. Coming up later on today, you'll have a uh, shot at winning a copy of the Beatles' rock band game. If you can correctly identify this Beatles song. How can I make this more clear? At a time that is not now. This is a time that is later. Later being at a time somewhere in the future. I'm going to play the following sound clip. Now, then... Then in the future, far, far, far from now, or maybe closer to now, but not actually now, you'll get a chance to call in and be uh, caller ten. You know, then, and uh, if you can do, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can, man. I'm trying to explicate this for the sake of Greg, because it, I look over there and it, it, Greg is like some sort of um, he's like some sort of telephonic dromedary, just having to, 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 to carry these calls throughout the day. But
4: you know people. what? Yes, I Tim? think those you were trying to reach still aren't listening. Some just can't they're be taught, cha- Tim. they doing oil changes or home repairs and, and heard one or two words about contest, contest. And that's the only word that stood out. Contest call. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Tim. Not now. Not now.
2: Not now. <laughs> so at some point to be determined uh, solely by us later, you'll call 503-228-4101. And at that point, if you can identify this Beatles song... <laughs> Cranberry sauce. Uh if you can do that, you want to copy of the Beatles rock band game. So uh be listening for as they say the call to action uh, later on. Also a pair of tickets to see Slipknot and the Deftones, and a pair of tickets to see Def Leopard Poison that happens tonight. Tim Riley's tracking the following stories on your Friday morning.
4: Well, Randy Jackson says Ellen DeGeneres has no music business experience, but that shouldn't stop her. Hold on, now I'm I'm so completely confused. Randy Jackson says Ellen DeGeneres has no music business experience. <laughs> no, I understand what the component words. Thank you. The, uh, thank you for giving that to These me. These are the stories we'll be doing later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's just let's welcome now to the Rick Everson Show from the Hills, CNN radio correspondent Lisa Desjardins. Good morning, Lisa. How are you on this Friday?
6: Oh, good morning, guys. <laughs>
2: How's uh, how are things going for you on the classic one to ten scale today?
6: Um, I'll give it a rainy eight and a half. Eight and a half.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's well, it's nine a.m. there, so I mean, you, let, let me ask you this: What time does your I mean, your time? What time does the workday start for you?
6: You know, it depends. Fridays are earlier than most days, but usually a nine to ten, somewhere in the nine to ten hour East Coast time.
2: All right. So you're uh, okay. So, so your day is sort of just getting underway. But I mean, all, usually the beginning of the day is either really good or really bad, and then it adjusts <laughs> as the hours go on. Yeah. So you're coming out of the gate strong. So now your only job is to maintain that. You just got to keep it at a steady eight and a half, maybe an eight for the rest of the day. You'll be fine going to the weekend with the, with the, with a the positive outlook. Hey, let yeah. me let me ask you this. If I had you point out Vienna on a map, you think you could do that correctly in the first try? Like if I took all the country names off,
6: Vienna, Austria. Um, I could get close, but I don't know if I. I don't know if I'd nail it. If there was nothing else on the map at all, I'd get pretty close. I'd, well, probably, I'd was... probably be off by a couple, maybe a hundred, couple hundred miles.
2: All right, but I mean, you. Th- but you could get the general region uh, yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, yeah, definitely. So, so, it's it shaped kind of like Kentucky. Is that how the people in Vienna prefer to be? <laughs> I think so. That's the Kentucky to? of Eastern, actually,
6: Central Europe. <laughs> You know what? Okay, since we're going to go random, there's a place in the Capitol where you you, you have to walk over to the House uh, office building, and they have all the seals of all the states. And I noticed the other day, very close to each other are the seals for Kentucky and Virginia, and Kentucky's seal has two guys shaking hands and looking very happy and friendly, and then Virginia's seal, very close to it, has... I think a woman standing on top of a guy who, who she has just, I guess, you know, taken down. And it was fantastic to me that these two seals were right next to each other. What
2: What, what is the story behind that seal? I mean, is this, it, I, what is the, is
4: that like the burning bed state or something?
6: <laughs> Maybe. The,
4: the, the yeah. Kentucky one has a guy who looks like he's a minister with his arm around some guy in a tan suit. Right. That says, united we stand, divided we fall.
6: Yeah, they're but, very happy and friendly with that with that little seal. But you know, Virginia, our motto in Virginia, my, my great, great home state of Virginia, is six Semper Terrenes, that thus always to tyrants. And the guy on the ground has, you know, he's kind of, he should just have the X's on his eyes, basically, and he's got <laughs> a crown a few feet away he's
4: from He's wearing a blue dress with one of his nipples exposed, standing <laughs> on the guy's neck, holding what looks like to be a... a a spear. I think what are you talking about over the, there? The the, great, the seal of the Great State of Virginia. I think Tim's looking at
2: something else altogether. <laughs> Hold on.
6: Isn't it great?
4: He has Tim, one nipple exposed, stepping the woman, on the guy's neck.
6: I think it's a woman on top and I believe she also has a, a nipple exposed.
2: Okay, yeah, no this is no this is totally true. So this is presumably a woman, let's say Lady Justice perhaps, except Tim's right, she's carrying a big pointy spear thing. Yes. And then she's standing on a, she's standing on the neck of a guy who appears to be Caesar.
6: Yes, yes, of some sort. Although, you know, it's sort of, I mean, it's, it's a woman who knows, what, but I like that it's a guy standing on top of another guy.
4: And, and his hat has fallen off.
6: And his hat is his crown. His crown is rolled away. Wait a minute, so is this like in Virginia? That's, that's, that's the, either
4: a crown or a water bowl for a dog.
2: Is,
6: <laughs> it might be a water bowl for so a v- dog. In right?
2: Virginia, the state seal is, in fact, encouraging us just to go out and like and so kill a guy. People's next. really yeah, just we, to, Just exactly. to go out and cap a guy. All right, well, that, done and done. Is that um,
6: great? So yeah, yeah. So you know that—that's my story from the Capitol, I suppose.
2: Well, that's much better than the Jermaine Jackson story uh, that I was gonna. Just real quickly, you'll be—you'll probably hear about this later on uh, because it's really one of the most amusing things. We've come to the conclusion that the Jacksons—they are sort of a real-life Bluth family from Arrested Development. <laughs> it turns out that uh, was it Jermaine. It was Jermaine. Uh, Jermaine Jackson apparently. Booked this uh, massive tribute concert to Michael Jackson in Vienna, Austria, which is why we were talking about that before we came to this unpleasant conclusion that the Viennese are apparently just uh, Kentuckians. But he he created this massive uh, tribute concert for Michael Jackson, booked just a cavalcade of who's who, of stars, of A-listers, none of whom were informed that they were going to be performing at this. They were all reached for comment. They all expressed surprise that they'd been scheduled to perform at this thing in Vienna because no one had ever asked them about it. They've now had to cancel it, but the fact that it's been canceled hasn't stopped Katherine Jackson, Michael's mother, from recording a YouTube video in which she thanks everybody for participating, says that she can't wait to be there, and gives the wrong date for it. Oh, so it's, uh, it's going to be quite a long time before the entertainment value is, uh, is gone from that family. They're going to amuse us for years to come. I can already sense it. Uh, more amusing in a sort of horrible way is this ongoing uh, the healthcare thing. First yes. of all, let me ask you about Joe. What's his real name? Uh, Joe Wilson. Addison Wilson. Addison Wilson apparently Addison. is his real name.
6: Yeah, Addison Wilson is his full name, and he has a son, Addison, as well.
2: Uh, we didn't even get a chance to dwell on that assembly guy in California that apparently was spanking one of his uh, uh, lobbyists because that Joe Wilson immediately knocked him off the front page. Is Joe Wilson um, the journalistic term? I think is a a uh, known nutcase. Is, uh, oh, uh, no. is is that is this out of character for him?
6: deal. You know, I actually covered Joe Wilson for the last ten years, bizarrely. I reported on him and I, I knew him and I know his family pretty well in South Carolina. And he is your classic lawmaker that kind of is ends up kind of beneath the radar, very well-liked among Republicans, and, and generally it, it seems like a, a decent guy, but he is a true believer, conservatives conservative, and he's the type of lawmaker that doesn't seek out the cameras all the time, so that's why people, you know, who is this guy?
2: This is the guy that shouted at you, you're a liar, or whatever, at Barack Obama.
6: The deal with him, though, he's a classic lawmaker in that he's the guy that when he gets Kind of rattled over something, he is going to have an outburst. That doesn't surprise me. Like he's the kind of guy that just almost like Beavis and Butthead Kind of, you could see him just kind of building up, building up, and he's going to get going to get angry, and and then he'll regret it because he. In, the truth is, he, he aims to be a nice guy, but he's got this kind of anger factor in him that obviously came out on uh, during the president's speech.
2: I love guys like that though, because it means that you never quite know uh, when the next round of uh, you know of of uh, of amusement. Is going to come from them. So this is so this is not a thing that he did for show. This is, however, weird it may have seemed. It was obviously was a thing that he uh, that he clearly felt in some deep part of him.
6: It was really spontaneous. He says it was, and from everything I know about him and from covering him for years, I I buy it. It it, it seems completely consistent with him that he would just kind of be like. Ah. And remember, the president had already. It was really during the second pause when the president was talking about immigration. That, you know, he had this you lie outburst. So you could tell he's kind of getting mad or that's not true. That's not true. And then there it came.
2: And then I got this uh, email from Jessica, who's one of our listeners. Jessica says a uh, question for Lisa. Will you ask Lisa what those papers were that the Republicans were waving at the president during his speech on health care on Wednesday? <laughs>
6: right random papers those were actually copies of the republicans healthcare legislation they expected the president to say republicans you haven't proposed a bill you know we, we put something on the table and then they were going to all say we have put something on the table and they were going to waive copies of the bills that they've introduced but it's worth noting that um the republican bills i think i think it's fair to say they're not complete they don't most of them, and the main one, does not contain a full um, outline of how you would pay for health care reform. Though the, they do contain a lot of comprehensive ideas, they're they're not all the way complete. But it's anyway, just sort they, of a
2: uh, it's a were... reader's digest condensed bill.
6: Yeah, exactly. So they, they were they were they were all ready to to wave that, and then of course he didn't he didn't make that charge. Well, of course not, no,
2: because he's not a fool. He's got people around. If you see a bunch of guys standing out there waiting for their cue to wave a bunch of things at you angrily, guess what? He's not going to give you the cue to wave a bunch of. The... This, this just seems to be uh, no one really seems to be particularly bright this time around. I saw something um, I guess it was yesterday where now the, the White House or the administration, so the, the word sort of came out that they they say they expect legislation in one way or the other to be be done and signed and sealed and all that by the, by the end of the year. Um, and and I don't know if that's just a thing they're saying to try to make it happen or if there's any. I mean, what is what do you what kind of odds do you give that they're going to have any
6: kind of legislation done this year? I think pretty high. I think they're still pretty high. The question is, what's going to be in it? Is it going to be uh, kind of a first step? Are they going to shave off all the controversial stuff and, and have to minimize what they do? Or will it really be a very big, bold bill? I think we don't know. I think they will pass something. But, you know, the deadlines are pushing back. They've always said by the end of this year, but Congress was planning to adjourn at the end of October. Now they're talking about having maybe floor votes on health care by Thanksgiving. And then after that, having, you know, getting the House and Senate together. So they're pushing back the entire session, looks like Congress will probably be here maybe until Christmas now uh, because of health care and because of all the other issues they're working on but you're, you're right on, on all of the people really kind of not quite getting it getting it right on how to deal with this today we have the Tea Party activists who have traveled across the country having rallies across the country leading to this march on Washington they have tomorrow they have planned and they have they are planning to descend upon congressional offices today which is really interesting because uh, when they do do it around 2 o'clock our time, pretty much everyone in Congress will be flying home. So there's there's really <laughs> going to be no one here, and it is, it's really kind of a blatant, I think, publicity stunt. But, you know, we'll see how many people show up at the rally. Those guys are planning a big event for tomorrow.
2: Uh, and then final question. Uh, this is from uh, Jenny. She says when discussing joe wilson uh why doesn't anyone this is her question she says why doesn't anyone hone in on the fact that when he shouted he's lying joe wilson is in fact lying uh, she basically she says uh, the r his whole thing was that that the, the obama administration's health care plan is going to cover illegal uh immigrants and uh and
6: Jenny says no, it's not.
2: Yeah, and so the question is like, is that true or is it not? And I, I don't even know if anybody knows that.
6: Yeah, I'll try and make this brief because this gets some into complication. The truth is, neither side is completely right here. The the bill, what the president is saying is, the bills as proposed do not give any extra benefits to illegal immigrants. That is true. However also true is that there's concern about the enforcement of those bills, and that's where the Republicans are coming from. They say that it's going to be lax and that essentially people will not be asking if people are legal or illegal when they apply for subsidies for health care. And they also point out correctly that an illegal immigrant could... um, potentially get a government if there's a government-run health program the public option they, that an illegal immigrant probably would be able to buy that and and therefore get some maybe some kind of government benefit but they would have to pay for it just like everyone else and, and but that is something that Republicans don't like so it really depends on your definition of, of what a benefit is and you know it is paying for a health plan like everybody else is that a government benefit if it's a government plan you know it, it gets really it gets a little messy so it's it it's it's not clear. It depends on your point of view.
2: You know, what, you are you're like that uh, you're like that man versus wild guy. Uh, you know that when I'm lost deep in the woods in the thicket, uh, you can you know cut through all of the uh, foliage like a machete and take us to the uh, light of uh, to the light of explication. I try. Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
6: right. I, try. I feel like that illegal immigrant thing just confuses people the more because it, it's not clear.
2: Well, when in doubt, just uh, picture the uh, the guy with the nipple standing on the guy yeah, with the exactly, crown and put exactly. a smile on your face. All right. Have a fantastic week again, Lisa. Okay, cool. You Lisa Desjardins, ladies and gentlemen, from the Hill. Right. How's that video rodeo going over there, uh, Sarah?
3: I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm not even I am. I'm not even listening to it. You're going to have to do it.
1: I'm not even going to come near that.
2: Hey, Greg, look forward to that. We're live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It is the Rick Emerson Radio Program. It's Friday morning. Stay right there. Tim Riley next.
1: The Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. The Rick Emerson Show returns.
2: And I have
0: magic
1: genitals on Rock 101 KUFO.
2: It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 and KUFO. Thank you for joining us. It's 503-228-4101. Coming up in just a moment, Greg Nibbler's Ball Talk. Uh, 7 o'clock, Aaron Durant will be here with the Week in Geek. 8 o'clock, Dax Holt from TMZ. Uh, some point before the end of today's show, between now and 9 o'clock, you're going to get your chance uh, to win a copy of the Beatles' Rock Band Game. That's our last copy of it. And then uh, you want to check out Court and Fatboy this afternoon, 3 to 7. They'll have a copy as well. And if you win a copy of the Beatles' Rock, ga- rock Band Game, you are qualified qualified for the grand prize, which is the uh, rock band special value packet includes uh, all the instruments, which is the mic, uh, the guitar, the drums, and the game itself. And I think, I, gotta, I haven't seen the entire track listing, but I think it's 45 uh, Beatles songs, which is pretty, I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's like four and a half albums worth. Uh, you know, if you look at it, the, the way that they packaged their, uh, their songs back then, which is great. So 45 uh, Beatles tracks. That then reminds me that we got to talk about that uh, Kurt Cobain, uh, Courtney Love thing later on, where she says, I won't even give the quote away. She's, it was like, an endless series of inanities is just pouring out of her uh, straight it was like right out of the base of her brain onto the keyboard onto the internet uh, over the last day or two so and uh, tim
3: has uh lindsay lohan voicemails too, and we have lindsay lohan voicemails. which i'm so excited mm-hmm. about uh,
2: so at some point later on in the program though you'll get a chance to identify this Beatles song Later on, if you can identify that, you'll get a chance to win a copy of the Beatles' Rock Band game. Also, uh, Slipknot and Deftones tickets today, and a final pair of tickets to see Def Leppard and Poison. Tim Riley, what uh, headlines are you following on this uh, uh, Friday morning?
4: That Orange County politician admits to the sexy talk, but denies having an affair with any of those ladies. New York mayor pronounces Ashton Kutcher's name wrong at a public ceremony, so Ashton Kutcher returns the favor. And Miley Cyrus can't live without texting. Is that true? That's what she claims. All right. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Greg Nibbler's Ball Talk.
5: All right, ball talk. So in just a minute, I'm going to let everybody know who we are going to get to see cry this weekend. But first, we've got some other news uh, in the NBA. The NBA referees are in the process of negotiating, negotiating a new deal with the league, and it's apparently not going well, and it looks like they're going to be locked out on October 1st. Could go through the first couple of months of the season, so expect some really bad calls in the NBA for the first couple of months. The NFL season kicked off last night with the Steelers beating the Titans 13-10, to and actually we have a... Uh, Uh, soundbite from Mike Tomlin, coach of the Steelers, after the game that we're going to play here.
0: Uh, This is a team that's built with their offensive and defensive line. Our guys got to be up to the challenge. The turnover battle is going to be big, and quite frankly hitting is going to be the deciding factor. The most violent team is going to win.
5: The most violent team is going to win. Fantastic! That's America's pastime, and uh, we also have this. This is a uh, clip from Ellis Langster. He's a rookie cornerback for the Bills, and this is actually from a couple of months ago in a game against Chicago, when he intercepted two uh, two passes in a row, and both were scores for the Bills. But uh, this was him at his press conference afterwards, and and I think it'll, it'll kind of speak for itself. You feel off your assignment when you saw where
6: the ball was headed? Yes, sir. So how did
5: that work? Just
6: walking through that. Like um. Like um, I just like um, I was like um, I like um, like um, I was um, uh, like um, um, like um, somebody, was, somebody um, kicking me um, stuck. Like, um, I was, I, was, I was just reading, right? I was on um, just um, reading on um, my man or whatever, and I had and he had um, he had um, threw the ball to um my man, and the ball had um bounced up in there, and I had um caught it and had um picked it out there.
2: So there you have it. <laughs> I don't um, I don't understand.
4: Now I mean, in a lot of ways, I don't understand. I'm sorry, Tim? You have to understand athletics to get it. I, <laughs> You're not really a sports fan, and it shows. I think he was
5: trying to explain that he had a really good game, and he's very excited to be in the NFL right. and like um, all that kind of stuff. Okay, maybe I wasn't interpreting <laughs> the lingo uh, correctly. There. Yes, okay. no, there was nothing to understand there. Wow. Uh, so, so anyway, there's that. So the rest of the games are this Sunday for the NFL, and of course, college football is going on this weekend. There's a lot of really good games going on. There's Oregon State's at UNLV, hoping to start the season off with two wins. Purdue is at Oregon, and U of O is going to try to see if they can still compete without LeGarrette Blunt. They've actually converted one of their backup quarterbacks to running back. Darren Thomas is going to be playing uh, playing at running back,
2: probably on the field. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see. Is this like the thing that happens in every, in every football film where there's the guy who's sitting on the bench or the guy who's like third string or something, and James Woods or somebody walks over and goes, You, what's your name? Oh, Chester Kennington, sir. All right. Get your helmet on. You're you're in. And then at home, you know, there's like the mom who's, you know, is that your son playing? No, my son's a bench warmer. And then they look and there he is, uh, you know, he's quarterbacking for the team. A small town in Mississippi gathers around the TV at the (laughs) barbershop.
5: Totally. (laughs) Yeah, it probably is something like that. Awesome. Uh, So uh, who's going to be crying this weekend? Well, the fans of the following teams are probably going to be bawling their eyes out. Nebraska fans, you're going to get knocked back into reality this weekend because I think that Arkansas State, of all people, Arkansas State, probably population of like a thousand, is going to uh, put Nebraska back in their place, so you'll see lots of crying Cornhuskers on the TV. There will be a stadium full of wannabe Irish crying, because Michigan is going to uh, put Notre Dame back in its place, where it belongs, in the bottom, and... Of course, my favorite people to watch weep, the Ohio State fans. Ohio State is going to be destroyed this weekend by USC. Even though USC has a freshman quarterback, they're still going to put Ohio State uh, back in their place, and they will be crying and crying, all 50,000 people in that stadium.
2: Not so subtle malice at work in most of your sports (laughs) news. Well,
5: here's the. Okay.
3: I was going to ask you if you had any guesses as to who's going to win the Super Bowl.
5: Uh, well, actually, I believe I made a proclamation about that. Uh, the New York Giants will be winning the Super Bowl this, this is, next year. Yeah. And I'm sure people, I'm sure the Vegas odds makers have already picked that up. Uh, but, uh, yes, so Ohio State fans, they will be uh, they will be crying, but they don't have anything to worry about. They could lose their next ten games, and people will still vote them into the national championship game regardless. Nice. So there you go.
2: That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It's the bitterest sports news on earth, ladies and gentlemen. Greg Nibbler's Ball Talk. Straight ahead, uh, more from Tim Riley, Aaron Duran coming up. At- 7 o'clock with The Weekend Geek, Dax Holt at 8 o'clock, and sometime between now and 9 a.m. your chance at a copy of The Beatles. Rock Band Game Plus Video Rodeo. Stay there. The Rick Emerson Show continues next, live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon.
1: Don't miss a moment of The Rick Emerson Show, or you'll be filled with desperate, miserable shame. I was toilet trained at 12. Listen online, live or via podcast at KUFO.com. This is Rock 101.
2: It's the Rick Emerson Show live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. Thank you for joining us. It's 503 228 4101. 503 228 4101. Be listening for the sound of Tim Riley reciting Def Leppard lyrics. When you hear that at some point this morning, you would be calling at 10. You uh, win yourself a pair of tickets to Def Leppard and Poison tonight. Later on in the show, uh, a pair of tickets to uh, Deftones and Slipknot. And your shot at a copy of the Beatles' Rock Band game sometime uh, between now and 9 a.m. Uh, 7 o'clock, Aaron Duran will be here with The Week in Geek. Coming up at 7.40 this morning, it is Video Rodeo starring Greg Nibbler. Sarah, would you like to say something about today's no. installment of Video no. Rodeo?
3: No, no. That the is thing. the worst.
2: You're the only one who's seen it. Because I have only seen uh, just, like, little snatches of it. Just little, enough to know that I don't want to watch all of it. Uh, I
3: can't even put into words. Oh, try. Uh, it is so wrong. So wrong. I can taste the vomit in my mouth. <laughs> I can taste it. There's and nothing
4: like, like tasting the vomit early in the morning. Like I keep Sarah thinking Dillon, about it. taste the vomit. And it's
3: making, like, the back of my, like, back here, my cheeks tingly.
4: Is your bile duct filling up?
3: It is so wrong. Yeah, so wrong.
2: I uh, want to note for the record: I've never watched any of the video rodeo uh, contributions all the way through. I've never done that.
3: No, Greg is going to be sick.
4: Yeah, well, he's,
3: he's going like especially with his thing. I'm I'm not going to say what it's about, but especially with his thing with mayonnaise, like there is no. What? And so we should oh. say
2: that. Uh, so the video rodeo started with two girls, one cup. Then it was the th- guy with the mason and jar totally and his. I got the
3: glass ass, no problem.
2: Uh, and then the and then it was the girl having the bot fly larva or something, like that, taken out of her ear or brain or whatever it was. So the deal is that we rack up some horrible video and then you see how long you can make it through.
3: Out looking away at it. That's all. the
2: end. You can't take your eyes off the screen. You gotta keep your eyes locked on the screen. And what Sarah reminded me of is that we actually don't play the audio on the air. I think the only time we ever did that was Two Girls, One Cup because it was just that easy listening music. So, uh, we'll find some appropriate, uh, music band. We'll see how long, uh, Greg can make it through. I, I should say that the, the full video is several minutes in length, and uh, uh, no one expects Greg to make it through several minutes of this. It's uh, but we'll Greg, see. But
3: you can't you can't look in advance. Like don't go to a Rick's website. Yeah, I won't. No. I won't
5: look. I don't think I want to look. Just from your description no. alone, I'm, no, seriously,
3: don't. I'm, it's making me ill right now.
5: I'm trying to block the whole thing out of my brain. No, I don't want to think about it. Whatever
3: you do about the sandwich you were eating, don't dwell oh. on it in
2: advance. <laughs> Have a have some uh, have a nice plate of pork maybe before you before you come in next hour.
3: I can bring in my mayonnaise if you want, like some spoonfuls oh, of it. Okay, oh, you to, oh. oh,
2: you have to stop because I have seen part of it. All right, that's oh, coming up at 7:40 uh, today. Video rodeo, and yes, uh, because I just uh, already got an email about it. We will post the video at rickemerson.com dot com later on so that uh, you all, or more likely some hapless coworker of yours, can watch along with Greg, sort of picture pager style. But uh, in I'm hell. sorry,
3: Greg. I usually go along on these things. I am not watching that. Oh, no, we're not. There's gonna take- no way. No amount of money, nothing.
2: Yeah, we're not going to take one for the team of Greg. Uh, you watched Glassass all the way through.
3: Yeah, no problem see, with that. And I watched the Botfly one and I watched. The are, one.
2: But you're see, you're you're kind of weird in the in the sense of what grosses you out and what doesn't. I suspected this would be the thing that you couldn't watch. That this would be the thing that was over the line for you. Uh, and we should say first, and you know, right before we do anything else here, and then we'll uh, go to the news desk with Tim Riley.
3: Oh, we've got to stop talking about. We've it.
2: got uh, True Blood predictions coming up later on, uh, but the video rodeo, it and it's tree. never, and we don't do it's. You know, it's never like a guy being hit by a train or something. It's not. It's. It, it's just. It's never things. It's never things that you think uh, are going to be on video. You know, it's never these sort of usual suspects of something horrible that a guy will have you watch. It's never like, hey, check out this lady, and there's a Great Dane. It's. I mean, it's. It comes from a direction you really don't expect.
3: This is something...
2: that should not be.
3: Oh.
4: At the news desk, it's your personal savior, Tim Riley. In the news with Tim Riley. Good morning from the KUFO News Center downtown Portland. It is now 647. It's going to be 90 degrees today and tomorrow. Nobody was hurt after a back porch cut on fire early this morning. Firefighters were called to the home at Northeast Killingsworth and 17th and quickly extinguished the blaze. Wallerton, legislative candidate Tony Marino lost the election. And now, to add insult to injury, he's lost his freedom. He's currently being held in Pierce County Jail, this after pleading guilty to second-degree incest involving his now estranged daughter. He faces a laundry list of other problems as well, including bankruptcy, divorce, a federal tax lien, and an online degree from a college that's no good at all in Oregon.
2: What is second degree incest, do you suppose? It seems like incest is mm-hmm. incest. I mean that's pretty clear cut. I mean not that I'm asking for graphic details. I just mean, that's sort of that's that's sort of an intriguing uh grading of the uh, of the sentence there. Mm-hmm. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna dwell. Don't dwell on it.
4: No, I'm not. Well, let's talk about this uh, wonderful new exhibit opening at the Oregon Zoo this weekend. It's Predators of the Swin Galley. It opens tomorrow. And they have uh, all kinds of animals because animals are put on this earth to amuse us. Uh, they're going to be lions, <laughs> cheetahs, wild dogs, African rock pythons, and a caracal. Look at this wonderful creation given to us by the Lord. Stand on a ball! So they have uh, all kinds of hungry carnivores uh, just for your children's enjoyment. This is a $6.8 million exhibit. God forbid. Uh, <laughs> lots of shiny animals at the Oregon Zoo. <laughs> oh, oh
2: you know, those fences They uh, fences fall down eventually, though. Everything gives
4: way at some point. They're very friendly.
2: You know, nature has a way of working itself out. That's all I'm saying.
4: I understand that uh, one of these lines isn't exactly from Africa. It's from Wisconsin. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where it roamed freely through the streets of uh, La Crosse. All right. Uh, so anyway, let's see. We have uh, Randy Jackson. He's talking about Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, Every yeah. time you say Randy Jackson, are you, you thinking
2: you
3: of, you think like it's one of the Jackson of Ohio or something?
4: Well, no. I'm thinking of what's his name. I'm thinking of the guy. Uh, Isn't there a Randy Jackson who's a member of the people Jackson family? Got nobody. No, no, that's Randy Newman. Oh, okay. No, Randy
3: Jackson's the douchebag from American Idol.
4: And a, also a member of the Jacksons. As, as a matter of fact, mem- Ryan White kept talking about him when he was in here the other night. I'm so confused. He's let's, not
3: a member of the Jacksons.
4: No, no, no. This, let's stop. Randy Newman is the guy who does all the, mu- the music for Pixar.
2: Randy Jackson is, is the guy, in American, the guy in American Idol. But isn't there also a member of the Jackson family named Randy? I think there is, but they never mention him. But, that's, but, so, but he's never in the news. So I can safely assume if there is a Randy Jackson, it is the... He's the guy, he's the, he's the guy in American Idol calls everybody dog. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright. And yeah. he had
3: the gastro intestinal surgery or whatever and lost like 300 pounds. Okay.
2: All
4: right. So he wants to remind us that Ellen DeGeneres has no music business experience. I don't think you have to have
7: music business experience. you got to remember people vote for these kids at home that they don't know. and you know, They have no music business experience. And I think, you know, between Simon
4: and I and Kara, we got enough probably for about 1,900 people. So Ellen doesn't have to participate if she doesn't want to.
2: I'd like to have a reality show where the camera just stays trained on Paula Abdul's face, uh, you know,
4: like twice a week as American Idol goes on the air. Uh, Sharon Osbourne is elated that Ellen will be joining the program.
2: She will change that whole show. It'll have a new lease of life. Uh-huh. I, I think you know, it's I a brilliant move. Really I really do. No one cares. What happened to that Osborne's reloaded thing that we supposed to come back on? I don't know. Remember they did that awful thing where it was like the Osborne's working at a drive-thru and the Osborne's like working at a laundromat? And
3: was this the one when they were little kids?
2: Yeah, uh, Lil, Lil, Osbournes. Lil Osbournes. Here's the only good thing. Here's here's something you'll appreciate. This is sort of radio in a nutshell. Here's the only good thing about that Os, uh, Osmonds. Uh, the, uh, there should totally be an Osmonds show, but they do it like the Osborne's, except that it turns out that they're all just big booze swillers and womanizers. You could do that as like a goof. I think mm. the Osmonds have got a pretty good sense of humor about that. I think that they would probably go along with that. There should Marie tot- will
4: laugh at anything. <laughs> I'm just trying
2: not to kill everybody around me. <laughs>
4: um, I'm still a big
2: fan. Though. They should, No, so am I. You know, they. Uh, Why? Well, I, I gave you the whole recap when I came back from Vegas. They put on a really great show, and I mean, Donnie uh, Donny looked good, sounded good, wasn't lip syncing. There was that whole weirdness. You kind of get the feeling with Marie though that it's like. The, the, they're trying to figure out exactly like what dose of medication will keep her from smothering her children. And then that's what, they, you know, and then, they, and then they just put it one notch above that, uh, you know, for when she has to perform well, in Vegas. Like,
4: Marie, take a long ride down the California coast. And we'll <laughs> find a nanny to take care of the kids. They're happier here in Utah. Don't worry about them. No need to take them with you ever. <laughs> just,
2: no, no, no. I want to spend some time alone with my children. No, 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 no. That's fine. Marie. No, no, no. You just, you just, you just leave the go room. Rehearse, Walk out rehearse. slowly. um. No, no. Here's the only good thing about the Osborne's Reloaded is to promote that show. And I found this sitting in. Like Sarah and I, especially, get a lot of packages in the mail. They send us a lot of stuff because we get on the mailing list for like publishers and like record companies. And so they just. Yeah, but it's normally crap you don't want. Didn't you right? say
3: that I? You got something. I have a
2: package. Me. I'll give. You, I have a package. I'll give you later. Wah, wah. I have something that came in the mail that I'll give you later. But um. But they sent us a lot of promotional items and just t-shirts and crap from movies and whatever. The colon cleanings it, and whatnot. Exactly. So they they sent something um, for this Osborne show, but I didn't know it because it was just like this big box that came from some nondescript uh, promotions company. I stuck at the corner didn't think about it. I opened it up like weeks later, and it was still good. It was a completely sealed thing. I swear to God, it was like 15 pounds of m ms that was in a bowl sealed with the Osborne's logo on top of it, and it said... You know, because I guess Ozzy's got something for M&M's or whatever, whatever. But it was this huge, like 15 pounds of M&M's they sent with like Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne's faces on it. And so I took it and I put it in the the kitchen because that's what you do with food in a radio station. I just put it in the kitchen and I swear to God, I came back like five hours later and it was gone. Like 15 pounds of M&M's vanished into the stomachs of a thousand hungry DJs. Sort of like being,
4: you know, digested in that Sarlacc pit thing. Anyway, here's Tim Riley. Uh, Miley Cyrus wants us to know she just can't live without texting. Could you live without texting for an entire day?
6: No. I tried to for five minutes. It was a bet. Like, honestly, my hands were like this. Like, they were
0: shaking. So no.
2: What if we cut off your hands? <laughs> I mean, theoretically, like, a, you know, like, a, you know, just as a gag. And then we reattach them later. <laughs> it's being around Greg who wants everybody to cry.
3: Yes, yeah. that's... I'm uh, yeah, not causing
2: it. violence to people. That's on
3: par with cutting off someone's hands. No, it was just a theoretical
2: question. I'm not threatening to do it, clearly. That would be wrong, Sarah. What are you, crazy? All right,
3: so if we ever get Miley Cyrus on the um, show, you have to ask her if you can cut off her hands. Would you <laughs> Would you
2: text with a stick in your teeth if you had to? That would be interesting, actually. See, I'd watch that. if you When she says, like, I, I, sorry, I can't go, like, five minutes with my hands, they start to shake... Wouldn't you watch a show where we handcuffed her, or, like otherwise made it sort of like put boxing gloves on her so she, she couldn't text, and or then cut like, them off. but th- or cut them off? Sure, but then put like her BlackBerry or whatever on a table and a stick right next to it, and said, "Let's see how badly you want to text." You know, and just just you know see if eventually she would break down and just like you come in later, she's got the tongue depressor to her in her mouth and she's
4: just uh, trying to tap out her name. Here's uh, Tim Riley. Here's the latest story from the Jackson Publicity Factory. Latoya Jackson is sitting down with Barbara Walters to talk about the recent passing of her superstar brother Michael tonight. She will be the guest on 2020. She'll discuss her brother's life, legacy, and untimely death. She was one of Michael's closest siblings and was uh, one of the first to arrive at his bedside when he died. In the days since his passing, Latoya had to sign Michael's death certificate, become a guardian of his body, and help her family plan the funeral. This must be from her own publicist. So uh, catch Latoya's interview on 2020 tonight yeah. at 10. I'll be sure to do that. On ABC. All right, straight ahead, we have Aaron Duran
2: with The Week in Geek coming up at 8 o'clock. Dax Holt uh, from TMZ. And between the two, we have Video Rodeo at 7.40. At some point today, uh, you have a pair of uh, uh, tickets to uh, Slipknot, Deftones, and we're going to be giving away and also your shot at the Beatles' Rock Band game. It is The Rick Emerson Show. It's Rock 101, KUFO.
4: Make love like a man. I'm a man. That's what I am. Eh. Come on, all you girls around the world looking for a guy who's a real go-getter. Every guy, grab a girl, love her like a man, make her feel a lot better. Tim Riley on Rock 101 KUFO. KUFO Portland.
2: It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 UFO. Thank you for joining us. It's 503-228-4101, 503-228-4101. and uh, just a moment, we'll find out what's coming up today's Week in Geek. at uh, 7.40 today, Video Rodeo with uh, Greg Nibbler. The other, did you just post a picture of uh, of mayonnaise on your uh, on your Facebook page? No, yes. All right, excellent. <laughs> Fantastic.
3: I'm just trying to prepare Greg.
2: Just to get him in the mode, just to get him in the, uh, in the proper mindset. Yes. You're evil. All right.
3: It's all coming from a loving place. Of course, not really.
2: Uh, so that is uh, coming up at 7:40, video rodeo at 8 o'clock. Dax Holt from TMZ, and at 8:20, there were predictions for the season finale of True Blood. So this Sunday, yeah, we've got uh, True Blood, the season finale. We've got Mad Men, and then the Video Music Awards, all of which uh, are happening at one uh, one time. So I'm not going to be sleeping at all this weekend. There's going to be nothing but bathing myself in the warm glow of television. Lover, mother, secret sister, or whatever it is that Homer Simpson said. What did he call television? (laughs) Sister, mother, secret lover? Anyway, Uh, so that's Sunday night is just uh, nothing but uh, sitting there and uh, letting television wash over me like a warm electronic salve. So we'll talk about that at 8.20. Tim Riley will be uh, tracking these stories for you on your Friday morning.
4: We're going to have Lindsay Lohan voicemails from some adoring fans and her dad. Also, uh, an athlete becomes a controversial hermaphonite. (laughs) <laughs> we'll have, take a look at that also. Really? Yes. Okay. Lady
3: Gaga's an athlete now?
4: Fantastic. Aaron Duran from geekinthecity.com.
2: What is uh, coming up in the Week in Geeks? Sadly, I have no hermaphrodites for you. No, no, but uh, Sarah was noting that Lady Gaga has what, what'd you call it, a man crotch?
3: A man crotch, a motch.
2: Munch? Does that? Motch. Uh, motch? In, uh, let's uh, Being circumspect, of course, for the radio, what, is, what does that mean she has a man it means crotch? I'm
3: looking at her in this, because uh, she's walking around wearing panties in public. And it just looks kind of like a man front, even though there's no, like, bulge or anything. <laughs> I'm well, not really
4: well, sure well, what it's that as as means. It's, it's as if to say, don't look here, don't look yeah. here. But you do. My lady,
7: <laughs> you seem to be sporting a man front. Like,
3: look at that. I don't know. There's something very unfeminine about the way like, her, hip- <clears throat> her hips are. Maybe, maybe it's
2: just a bad fit. Is it that you... I mean,
3: but it's from a bunch of different angles, too. Is it? Well,
2: now, is it that she has... Um... I like to uh, Maybe she should wear a box of briefs I like to think that we are at a uh, that we're at a more evolved place as a media form here that we can discuss the groin areas of celebrities and what gender they most resemble. do you think that now is it that she has muscular thighs?
3: no no because I have muscular thighs like from riding my bike and stuff, but no it's there's something going on like right here like,
2: right, right in there, this not so much here or here, here but here, here. not uh, here
4: but here so
2: you so you're thinking it's not. How do I put this? Is it a... Um...
3: It's not laying right.
2: Are you... Her, 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 <laughs> her area.
3: Her, her uh, bikini bottoms aren't laying right on what would be a female figure.
2: Right. All right. So now is that... Like uh um, it's a really big Audi. Could that... It looks like... Let me ask you this. Swollen. Could something. this... All right. Now just this before we get completely off the rails here. Could this be an issue of... Uh, could could this be a uh, a personal maintenance issue Top, topiary or or yes there you go exactly <clears throat> uh could this be or lack of, of of maintenance no because
3: it's just not there it's like on the sides too.
2: you know the weird thing is that a she never when we talked to watch of sway from MTV news and we talked about the VMA's cuz she's going to uh, perform and i brought up the hermaphrodite i think because it's because it's what people are talking about today and he said, well, you know, what is her response to it? We pointed out that when she was on that Australian radio show that she, I mean, she didn't really ever deny it. And I realize it's a little absurd to have to d- deny that you are, in fact, a hermaphrodite, but it might be one of those things that you want to clear up. I mean, I'm just, it, it just seems to me, it might be a, a thing that you do want to clarify well, I sort don't of know. one way or the other. Jamie Lee Curtis pulled it off. Well, you know, she's never really talked about that either. That's a thats a fair point. Yeah. All right. You know, there's people too. They can have rights no, no, no. and I, careers. I have nothing against hermaphrodites. I, you know. It's God, just curiosity. God love him. I'm just sort of, it is sort well, of intriguing. she's
3: just so in the spotlight. Well, like, it's like, well, if you're going to give us, like, almost everything, see, give us everything. No,
2: see, that's the thing. That's exactly what it is, is that she's, how do I put this? She is, there's no way to say this without it sounding like she's asking for it by showing off all that skin. But you know what I mean? Like, she's wearing a lot of very, very tightly cut, very, uh, you know, closely cropped items of clothing which are designed to draw your attention to th- that area of her body. And so... It's like, look at this, look at this. That's right. Look at this, but then don't ask me about why it bulges yeah. out in such a weird way. <laughs> Addie, look at this, but don't ask about its strangely swollen nature. Maybe right. she's just holding Quato down there.
3: What's Quato?
2: It's 503-228-4101. Straight ahead, The Week in Geek with Aaron Duran coming up at 740 Video Rodeo with Greg Nibbler and you. That will be uh, posted online so you can watch along with Greg and perhaps hurl along with Greg, depending on how things go. 8 o'clock, Dax Holt from TMC 820 True Blood Prediction.
8: Stay right there. This is The Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. The Rick Emerson Show returns
1: on Rock 101 KUFO.
2: It is the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. Thank you for joining us. In mere moments, we have the Week in Geek with Aaron Duran from geekinthecity.com. Coming up at 740 Video Rodeo with uh, Greg Nibbler. Tara, on a scale of 1 to 10...
3: I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Like, I really don't.
2: On a scale of 1 to infinite... Uh so at seven forty, uh, Greg will come in and he will endure as much as he can. We figured out the video is four minutes and thirty seven seconds in length. How far in would you say you made it?
3: Oh, I didn't even start it. I watched I saw <laughs> a still.
2: So you saw like the still cap of That's the true. embedded video and
7: you're like F this. I saw
3: I saw you know how like it freezes on one yeah, on yeah. one frame and then there's the play button.
7: You just pulled the
2: ripcord. I just
3: I, I'm out. No. No, I will never ever watch that ever. Ever
2: and it involves mayonnaise. Ever yeah. if this was Gilligan's Island, we'd do the bop, 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 and then it's just you like tied to a chair watching it. Oh my god! That's uh, coming up at seven forty. This it,
3: would be, I think, the, the thing that I would be tied to the chair in like a clockwork orange. Like, this my is like eyes like stuck open.
2: Someday when you're doing orchard. time in the in spirit prison in the afterlife, this will be this will be your penance. This will be the uh, this will be your afterlife purgatory punishment. 8 o'clock, Dax Holt from TMZ, and uh, we'll talk about True Blood a little bit at 8.20. And you found, we want to play this now, we'll play it uh, at 8.20, but you found uh, an interview with the guy that plays uh, Bill Bill Compton. Compton, uh, Bill Compton, who has tried for decades to love you! Bill! And... I, I don't want to give it all away, but we found some some audio, and this is not like a, a goof, you know, like a like a kooky DJ thing. We found some video of what he actually sounds like, which is kind of astounding. So we'll play that uh, in next hour. Aaron Duran with the week in. Oh, I'm sorry. Just one moment here. It appears we have some uh, breaking news. Let's go now to uh, Tim Riley uh, at the news desk, ladies and gentlemen.
4: This just in from Washington D.C. The Coast Guard is firing on a suspicious boat. That is, on the Potomac River, entering the area where the president was speaking. Once again, the Coast Guard has fired on a rogue boat that has crossed the security line or tried to cross it on the Potomac River, close to the location where the president is speaking. Wow. Yeah.
2: This is the wrong day
4: to be... Wrong uh, day to be doing stuff like this. Yes. Yeah, don't... Yeah. It should be blown out of the water, really.
2: This isn't the day where you want to make a statement of any kind, really. See, so this is... Yeah, if you were thinking about loitering somewhere, or maybe acting suspicious, or leaving packages all around town, or maybe just staring at a guy for a long period of time, especially if his name rhymes with Iraq or don't... Don't do those things today, because they will shoot first and second and fifth and ninth so and ask questions. So shots later. have been
4: fired. Uh, the boat entered restricted space on the Potomac River. Security, which is always tight in the nation's capital, is enhanced this morning as it would be anywhere else, because the president attended 911 commemoration ceremonies at the Pentagon. Wow. The Pentagon is right across the river from Washington D.C. The president is now back at the White House. Vehicular traffic on bridges over the Potomac was unaffected.
2: Wow! So this is now—is this one of those things where, as soon as that happens, probably it's that it's that thing like in the West Wing uh, episode where they, you know, like they say, like Code Blue or something, and they throw Obama in the back of a limo, like he didn't even get a question, like they just throw him in and they slam the
4: door shut and they they pound it back to the White House. So it could have happened, but that's all we know. Shots were fired. Now, this was shots were fired the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard fired shots at the boat. Okay, there are no reports that shots were fired. From the question, boat shots were fired by the U.S. Coast Guard at the rogue well, boat.
2: Well, that's one of those things where they just say like, like, turn, like, stop it. Well, who are you? And then the boat doesn't answer. I mean, then I'm just I don't speculating. think it was time for
4: stop it. Pro- <laughs> but you know, that, it's
2: like that thing where they say like, if a plane gets too close to the airspace or whatever, they'll say like, who are you? You know, identify yourself or something. And then you know they, and, and then they'll give them a, you know the warning or the heads up, and then they will, I think, actually say most of the time. Like we, like you, like we are authorized to uh, to shoot you in the head if you don't knock it off, and then if they don't knock it off, then the shooting starts like if you, in, in Kennewick, in my hometown, because the Hanford Nuclear Facility is there, and there are these places, it's so creepy, I should get a picture of one of these signs someday. Uh, if you go out near the Hanford Nuclear Facility, you will pass these signs, that they, and they say, like, past this point, security officers are authorized to use deadly force. And there are guys yeah. who actually patrol there, at least did when I was growing up, guys who actually patrolled the nuclear facility with machine guns. And, and they were just—I mean—they were fully within their rights, just to uh, just to blow you into little tiny pieces uh, if you were screwing with anybody. Okay,
4: the update uh, says Coast Guard uh, fired ten rounds of ammunition. Reports say the Coast Guard fired ten rounds of ammunition, but those reports haven't been immediately confirmed. It is not immediately uh, clear from the reports. Let's see who the warning shots were fired to. Well, obviously, they were. Far- the incident took place between the Memorial and 14th Street bridges in a zone that was blocked off because of the ceremonies. Obama had departed the Pentagon shortly after that. Reports of the incident came shortly after 10 o'clock. The Coast Guard Command Center says there, there's no other information about that. So, uh, initial report says 10 rounds were fired at this rogue ship. Wow. And when you say 10 rounds, oh, boat, I, should
2: say. I mean, do we know uh, 10 rounds of, of, of
4: ammunition, it says.
2: So we don't know what. Uh, in other words, it could be like a the, the guy with a uh, you know with a it
4: could have been it could have been a rifle
2: shots. or. But I mean, it could have been it, like could it have been those big huge gun mounted like well, in my hand.
7: If it was like a river patrol boat, yeah, it might have been just one of those mounted guns.
2: It wouldn't. I mean, it'd be big enough to kill you, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, bullet is, uh, but a bullet is having no a bullet fired at you is probably bad anyway. But I'm <laughs> picturing Lawrence Fishburne in uh, uh, you know in Apocalypse Now where he's just got the big belt fed M60 on the back of the boat. Yeah, probably not that. Wow! All right, so there you go coastal um,
4: bombardment cannons. So, so that is the uh, latest on that.
2: Some more details uh, on that as we progress. So there's uh, shots fired by the Coast Guard at a, uh, I guess an unknown vessel right. on the Potomac River uh, in Washington. All right. Well, as Martin Sheen says, you "Never get, <laughs> never <laughs> get out of the boat." <laughs> All right, uh, Tim Riley. What other headlines are you following on this Friday morning?
4: Well, let's see. We're going to talk more about Courtney Love and a mom. Is accused of smoking pot with her 13 year old son. He's been taken away and given to the loving arms of the state authorities right. because of this incident. Right. Uh, Aaron
2: Duran. <clears throat> yes. Let's try this one more time here. <laughs> the Week in Geek, geekinthecity.com. What is going on in the world of
7: nerdality? Well, the first thing that's going on, uh, if uh, you go to Geek, if you just email me, Aaron at geekinthecity.com, I've got 100 passes to the new Woody Harrelson film Zombie Land. So, you know, get your zombie. I don't know how I feel Have about you the seen movie. It? Not yet,
2: no. This is for the, the, the pre-screeners. Uh-huh. I saw the trailer when I went to see District uh, 9, and I have to say I'm not feeling positive about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling kinda, bearish.
7: But apparently, do you remember that story about six months ago where Woody Harrelson was picked up at the airport for kind of losing his mind?
2: That's right, and he and he accused the guy of being a zombie. A zombie, yeah. I forgot all about that. So this, I wonder, was that some sort of, was that like a publicity thing, or is he just is he just bonkers? He was probably just high as a kite.
6: I Allegedly. forgot all about
2: that. Yeah. He punched some paparazzi at the airport, and he punched a guy in the neck, and then he said, oh, I'm sorry, man, I thought you were a zombie. And at the time, I think I wasn't even really aware the movie was coming out. And I wasn't we, either, yeah. We, yeah. we were like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so now I wonder if that was, if he just, someone uh, who was uh, method acting a little too, uh, little too far there. The thing is coming, bam. Here's the thing about that Zombieland uh, trailer that bugs me. Have you seen the trailer for Zombieland? No, I haven't. you got to watch it when you get a chance, because... It is distracting how much the kid they cast is clearly supposed to be Michael Sarah. Michael Cera. Sarah. Yep. It is like the guy you hire when you can't get so and so, and in this case, it's the guy you hire when you can't get Michael Sarah. I mean, to the point that I had to I had to look it up on IMDb to convince Lara uh, that it wasn't Michael Sarah. She was like, convinced it was him, or like his young like Billy Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Then she's like, "No, no, no, that's completely him." And I said, "No, no, no, it's the guy that you get when you can't get him." Yeah. And Woody Harrelson. Can really act. I mean, he's a guy who can be funny, oh, yeah. but but that I don't know. That movie just seems the the vibe I get off it is a studio head said, "Hey, let's make an American
7: Shaun of the Dead and cast that guy from Arrested Development." That's... That
3: kid is totally the kid from Fred Durst's movie. He's the remember
2: th- you say this like I saw Fred Durst. Remember
3: when we had Fred Durst? Oh, the show I remember. And he, and he emailed and he emailed he because he's a rock movies. star. Oh,
2: That's... was I supposed to watch that and not sell it?
3: It's not bad. Oh, well, I'll never know. He said that it wasn't bad. (laughs) No, but he's the star of that movie, and he was also in that Adventureland movie as well.
2: All I know is that Fred Durst bought me lunch that day, so uh, I got $4 for that movie. Good for him. Well, so, you know, the, the kid can act, Woody Harrelson can act. It seems, though, as you said, like an American Shaun of the Dead, but Shaun of the Dead is sort of I don't want to say it's a fluke, but Shaun of the Dead is one of those things that everything has to come together just right, right. for that movie to work, and it does. And I, Shaun of the
7: Dead worked uh, because everybody involved knew and loved the genre, so they can play with it.
2: I do not feel good about Zombieland, but anyway. So, but, but th- that being said, tickets. I haven't <laughs> seen it, yeah. uh, So I'm not going to pass you know total judgment until I have seen it. So you yeah. are giving away passes so people can actually see for themselves. Yep. And uh, that is uh, Aaron at Geek in the City. Yeah.
7: No, nothing fancy. Just email me and I'll get you. I'll get you hooked up. And then uh, later on tonight at Cosmic Monkey Comics. It is the Stumptown Underground release party. Uh, they're going to start doing a monthly anthology highlighting uh, local artists and writers and photographers, and they're putting them together in these underground anthology books. And the theme of the one for September is monsters. So every piece of work within the Stumptown anthology has got to do with either the classic monsters or Portland, you know, urban legends and stuff like that. And it all happens at, um, I'm sorry, that happens. Um, Sat- is it tonight? It's uh, Fail. yes, tonight. Yeah, tonight, seven p.m. <laughs> to nine p.m. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Excellent. And then uh, finally, on uh, September 12th is Time Traveler's Day, which is put on by the Drunken Rampage Group, which is the same folks that do SantaCon. Like, uh-huh. So this is happening, just go to drunkenrampage.com, the kind of rule of Drunken Rampage. Is to like be like a, like
2: a Moloch or somebody, or whatever those things are called, wandering through town? Uh, no,
7: but people are going to dress up as various historical time travelers, and they're going to pub crawl within the bur- lower Burnside area. Like a, Everything in Portland is... Be- you know what You know what this is? It's Here's- awesome is what That's it is. That's why I love Portland. It <laughs> is-
2: no, 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 I love it too, but I've realized what it is. All of these things, they are the Portland uh, walking equivalent of porn films. Where you can claim that it's like a pirate drama. You can claim that it's like, a, you know, that it's a horror film or that it's, uh, you know, a comedy. Star Trek spoof. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can, you can put whatever sort of window dressing around this that you want. At the end, though, it's really about just uh, th- th- some guy just filling out Jenna Hayes like she's an application. That's right. That really is, that's the bottom line for all of this. <laughs> that's what this always is, too. Oh, no, yeah. no, we're going to dress up like Santa Claus and then go drinking. And then later on we're going to dress up like time travelers
7: and go drinking. Yeah, it's awesome. But in this one if you if you get caught, they're actually going to have time police that will punish you if wow. you if you are caught interacting with the non-temporal existing people of Portland and giving away the fact that you're a time traveler. I just want one oh of oh those God. uh God. so dorky. <laughs> and you can't wait, huh? Kind of. I just want to see
2: one of those uh, chicks dressed up like uh, like the weena uh, girl from uh, the time machine. That's there what I'm go. saying right. They were drinking out of those like weird big plasticky cup things like that. <laughs> Yes, I was just referencing the Time Machine from 1963. Yeah. In your faces. Uh, finally, I myself will wrap up the Weekend Geek by saying this. As you all know, uh, when I'm not here entertaining uh, the masses with my trademark, I Like Wit, uh, I host Outlook Portland, which you can see on the CW, which is the Gossip Girl Network, um, Northwest 32.
3: And the Vampires Diaries. And the yeah. Vampire
2: Diaries <laughs> Network and the Melrose Network. Mm. How awesome is that Tuesday is the new hump day slogan, by the way. It's oh, one of those I didn't even hear that. Because, you know, their slogan for Gossip Girl for the longest time was just um, OMFG. Which irritated parents everywhere. So Uh the new slogan for Melrose now is Tuesday is the new hump day. And hump is like in huge red letters. Uh, So Sunday morning on Northwest 32 TV, I host a show called Outlook Portland, 6.30 a.m. So you can set your TiVo now or just uh, stay up drinking and watch it. This coming Sunday, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Chris Vossler and Rick Hebb. And some of you know Chris. He is uh, alias Boba Fett. He is a guy from... He is a guy from uh, Cloud City Garrison. They are a Star Wars costuming group, and it it really is, it's a pretty great show, actually, because it's all about that sort of... um Oh, does he come in costume? Uh, they they come in as themselves, and yeah. then we show them in costume later. Awesome. Uh, so it's sort of like uh, you, you know, so it's sort of like getting to see the wizard, you know, it, behind the curtain, you know, and then and then in person. Uh, and we talk all about the, the notion of these guys who spend like literally like twelve years, like in his case, I think he says at one point it's like three grand on yeah. that costume. So that is uh, coming up this but, Sunday, uh, yeah. six thirty a.m.
7: Hide your girlfriends though, because Chris Vossler... All geeks hate him because he's a colossal nerd. But he's, he's a kind player. Of looks like a GQ model. Yeah, he's, it's he's really a not fair. Fella. <laughs> he is.
2: Uh, he is a Mac and the Mandalorian uh, bounty hunter. Straight ahead, we have Greg Nibbler and Video Rodeo. Sarah, uh, final keywords. If this Video Rodeo were to be a webpage, what would the keywords be that you're tagging this with?
3: Creamy and chunky.
2: <laughs> awesome. Ooh. And uh, Tim Rather, do we have
4: uh, any more on this uh, breaking news story? Okay, now we have uh, more here. There's another report, a developing story, that the Coast Guard was conducting a training exercise on the Potomac moments before the President and his motorcade crossed a nearby bridge, which seems to be bad scheduling if that happened. A Coast Guard spokesman says no shots were fired. Media reports suggested shots were fired at the river. Obama was traveling to the Pentagon for a ceremony commemorating 9-11. A Coast Guard chief named Keith Moore said no shots were fired as part of this exercise. Yet there are other reports saying shots were fired, so... We're getting two conflicting reports here on this incident we uh, of a rogue boat uh close to the area they didn't want it to get any closer to where the president was speaking all right so we will have more on that uh as
2: the uh, as the show progresses when we come back we'll have uh, the latest update on that so there's a report that shots may or may not have been fired at a boat and they may or may not have been fired by the Coast guard correct uh and that oh, may the or Potomac may Potomac River that may or may not all be a fabrication so we'll we'll find out.
3: people are just uh... Well, not probably. People are ex- extra jumping. Well,
2: everybody's sketchy today, especially yeah. in D.C., because it's so easy to focus on New York and forget about the fact that, you know, one of those things is right there right. at the Pentagon. And Pennsylvania as well. And Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Aaron Duran from geekinthecity.com. Straight ahead, Greg Nibbler and Video Rodeo. 8 o'clock, Dax Holt from TMZ. Uh, Tim Riley with more news around the corner as well. At 8.20, our True Blood predictions and uh, all of that, plus your shot at the uh, Beatles rock band game sometime between now and 9 a.m. Be listening. We are live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It's Friday. Stay there.
0: More of the Rick- Emerson Show in mere moments. Only on Rock 101 KUFO.
4: Share your thoughts with Bill. they They're scouring goose-tipping commies. That's what freaks me out about them. Sour pusses. Call 503-228-4101.
0: The Rick Emerson Show returns.
2: It's the Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. We are just moments away from Greg Nibbler taking part in video rodeo. Let me send it a uh, Twitter update about that. Uh, there we go. Awesome. Before we do that, though, let's pay a visit to the news desk with your personal savior, Tim Riley, and get the latest on shots that may have been fired uh, on the Potomac River in Washington, D.C.
4: In the news with Tim Riley. Good morning from the KUFO News Center in downtown Portland. 7.48, expect 90-degree temperatures today and tomorrow. News breaking now. A security scare on the Potomac River in Washington, D.C. appears to be the result of a Coast Guard training exercise local media jumped on reports of shots fired on the Potomac, with the Coast Guard pursuing a suspicious boat that had wandered into restricted waters. After tense minutes passed, with people wondering what possible security threat may have taken place, law enforcement officials says it was a training exercise. Security is always tight in the nation's capital, but was enhanced this morning because the president attended 9-11 commemoration activities nearby at the Pentagon. Now... The Pentagon is right across the river from Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. The president, we're told, is back at the White House. So if they were doing a training exercise, they definitely picked the wrong right date and time to do this. Well, and they didn't tell anybody about it. They told it. nobody about
2: it. You would think, and we've heard uh, conflicting reports, as you said, about whether or not shots were actually fired at It sounds now that there may have just been. A um,
4: simulated radio report of that happening, yeah, even though in reality it did not occur.
2: Yeah, sort of a, a mock broadcast over the radio saying, hey, we have shots fired, when in reality it was they, you know, they were acting out a simulation which they then didn't, didn't tell anybody about, and so that is the story that the FBI is saying. Uh, at the top of the hour, uh, is it going to be uh, Lisa? Yes. All right. At the top of the hour, we'll be rejoined by Lisa Desjardins uh, from CNN Radio, uh, Capitol Hill, and we'll find out it, sort of the, the, you know what what we know, what we. Uh, so once what we again, know. it
4: appears to have been a training exercise, but they they picked a, a strange day to do it. It really is. So I, I mean, especially with the president nearby. Well, isn't that like the, that's like the third
2: time the White House has had some weird kerfuffle here? Remember. That thing where they were having uh, new publicity photos taken, and they decided to have jets—you uh, yeah. know, like huge jets—fly over New York City so let's really not tell low. Anybody that's happening? Let's not. Let's not let the mayor know about that. Good God Almighty. All right. It is the Rick Emerson Show. It's uh, Rock 101 KUFO, 503-228-4101, and uh, sometime between now and 9 a.m. You're also going to get your shot at uh, winning a copy of the Beatles Rock Band game. That is going to be our final copy of Beatles Rock Band uh that we're giving away at some point today. So be listening uh, for that. Court and Fat Boy will also have a copy of that uh, coming up in their show this afternoon. 8.20 uh, True Blood Predictions, 8 o'clock, Dax Holt. Uh, from TMZ and Lisa Desjardins from CNN about this uh, issue on the Potomac. Hello, Greg Nibbler, how are you? Uh, I'm not sure. All right, I'm are you? Sure? I finally
3: am, like just starting to not feel nauseous anymore.
2: You are starting to process the video rodeo horror.
5: You know,
3: because well, I, I can pass it on to Nibbler
5: after yesterday of not being able to get the taste of hot mayonnaise out of my mouth all day long, which was absolutely disgusting from a mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwich. I woke up today thinking the torture would be over. No. Only to be, no.
3: yes.
2: No, Come on, I came you uh, to this show shockingly brought you you back knew. to reality. I, you I, knew what
3: you were getting into. And I came here uh, yesterday and
2: I opened up the fridge, and just seeing that jar of mayonnaise brought it I can all go back. Get it if oh, you want. It's so disgusting. No, and this is the exact spot I was standing where I almost puked yesterday. So, so uh, if you would like to play along with Greg, and who wouldn't, uh, you can now go to rickemerson.com. You go to rickemerson.com, and uh, it is the it is the first blog entry, and it just says today's video rodeo entry. And by the way, don't you know be bitching to me later about it. You didn't tell me it was going to be awful. Honestly, it,
3: if you're squeamish, you don't want to watch it.
2: And it, it you it, don't. And it says like in big letters, like safe for work, but something you shouldn't watch. Ugh. And I think I actually ended up by saying, don't look at this. Uh, so it is four minutes thirty-seven seconds in length. You, of course, will not get that far. Uh, we will start tracking as soon as we hit play. We'll see how far into this video, uh, you Greg. You can't can avert get. your eyes at all, Greg. Like, what, what is my reward for this? Your reward is um, <laughs> your reward is is pride, Greg.
3: Uh, eat something that you pick out,
2: and it's the warm knowledge of a job well done. <laughs> Excellent. And plus, depending on how far into this you make it, we'll then have a listener come in sometime next week and see if they can best your time for a shot of right. fun and prizes. All right. All right. All right. All right. You'll watch this on my laptop. By the way, when you're done, you're, you're required to close this window so I don't have to see it. Oh,
3: God. Will you stand a little more over so I can it? The reflection it is, in the, is reflection. in
2: the window so oh, I can I'm... accidentally see it. Oh. All right.
3: Okay. Oh, wow.
5: Okay. Right.
2: So, so can I describe this thing? Um, what I see so far? Here's here's what you can do. When you watch this video, you Mm -hmm. can respond. You may not describe the action, though. In other words, you can't give away what is going on on the screen. You can respond and you can be like, oh, God, it's getting even worse or whatever, or it's not as bad as I thought it would be, but you cannot give away the action. All right, well, judging so far, it doesn't look too bad. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, go to com right now and play along as Greg Nibbler begins Video Rodeo. You can just uh, go ahead there. Now you hit the space bar there. Uh, all right. So Sarah, so, I wonder like how, you know, if it's uh, if it's a thing that starts almost from the oh beginning. No.
3: I don't know. Yeah, I just saw the, the
2: All right.
5: Line. Well, I'm starting to get an idea of what's going on. Oh. Why would What's, why would you do this at home?
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God.
5: What?
2: <sighs> and I think it does go on for uh, for Four some minutes. time. Yeah, oh. Uh, uh, what is that? Now, he's not averting his eyes. He's not he? averting his I'm teeth, not a- I can't really look oh. over because then I might accidentally see the screen. Oh. I might see the... Uh, that is... <laughs> Oh, and then you can watch this. And... Okay. He looked away. Oh, okay. You have to close the, uh, you, made it, oh, you have to, to close made it the, close the window.
5: That is, uh, no,
2: I'm Even closing it. I can't. <laughs> That's the word. Stop. No. <laughs> oh, God. I can't close it. I can't it. I'm not to look at it. I can't box. look at the screen. You have to close it yourself. Okay. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Good that God. is disgusting. All right. 55 seconds. 55 seconds. All right. 50, oh, 55 seconds is the time to beat. Well done. You look like you're going to be ill. Now, yeah. <laughs> how on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad would you say that is to watch? And that's only 55 seconds into that video. Yeah, I can only imagine
5: what's going to happen after that. Uh I would give that I would give that a, an 8. All right. So, uh, yeah. Cuz I would say the previous one with the bot fly, yeah. I would
2: give that a 9. Really? You said the bot fly is where Did you watch the uh, the bot fly yeah. one, sir? See, I, that one didn't that bother one did me, all me all that out. much. This, that one this, uh, the, this was this.
3: Well, sc- let's see if we can get a little further. The
2: screen capture I saw of, of this was, uh, was pretty terrible. All right. If you'd like to uh, see that, you can go to rickemerson.com, uh, perhaps inflicted on a loved one or coworker. It's 503-228-4101. We come back. Lisa Desjardins uh, from Capitol Hill will weigh in, and uh, we'll go to the news desk with Tim Riley as well. We'll find out about these shots fired possibly on the Potomac River. More news from Tim Riley at the news desk. Dax Holt from TMZ. True Blood Predictions and all that. Stay there. It is the Rick Emerson Show, live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon. It's Friday. Don't go anywhere.
1: This is the Rick Emerson Show on
0: Rock 101 KUFO. KUFO Portland.
1: It's the Rick
2: Emerson Show on Rock 101 KUFO. It is 503-228-4101 on this Friday. Thank you for coming along. In mere moments, we will welcome uh, Lisa Desjardins from uh, CNN uh, Capitol Hill uh, to give us some uh, further insight into what's going on in D.C. Let's pay a visit to the news desk with your personal savior, Tim Riley. In the news
4: with Tim Riley. News breaking now at 8.05. The Coast Guard conducting a training exercise at the Potomac River near the Pentagon where the president was speaking has sparked all kinds of confusion. Originally, media reports said shots were fired at a boat in the river. However, this was a training exercise uh, that has been confirmed by D.C. Harbor Patrol and FBI. They have these training exercises every day. Nobody's mentioning why they were okayed on Today of All Days. This also comes, uh, the radio chatter heard. Now, CNN reported that shots were fired. Apparently, this was simulated radio chatter. It was part of this test. This comes to us from a Coast Guard spokesman named john edwards so not the john edwards really? you're thinking of, well, yeah. he has
2: to keep himself busy let's uh, welcome back now to the rick emerson show we have a supplementary visit by uh lisa desjardins from uh, capitol hill hello lisa how are you
6: well hello guys
2: well this seemed um, <laughs> ill-advised on any number of levels did who didn't talk to who today about the training exercise that they claim this was
6: there are a lot of levels here and i think one of them Um, is also our level of reporting, to be honest. As far as the Coast Guard goes, we're still sorting out who talked to whom. It seems that what's going on here is the Coast Guard did have some kind of training exercise in which no shots were fired, just like Tim reported. We're not sure how many boats were on the Potomac or if any boats involved in the training exercise were in this so-called restricted space on the Potomac near the Pentagon. Um, We're still figuring out physically what actually happened. All we know is that there was radio traffic that said shots fired, and it indicated that the Coast Guard was involved. Now from there, um, there's a couple problems, obviously, because we were calling our law enforcement and federal officials. home. Homeland Security sources, and they were telling us, we don't know anything about this. This sounds oh, like it's an incident. Wow. Now... Did we just happen to call the people that didn't know? Yeah, it's possible. There's you know 100,000 government workers in Washington, uh, and the people we called have security clearance. But the Coast Guard says that they did let federal officials know uh, that there that there was there should have been a warning, but apparently not everyone knew. And and you know we're still piecing this all together. We talked to some uh, Capitol police officers here at the Capitol, which is pretty far away from where all this happened, and they said they were given a warning before th- this radio traffic came across. They were said, Hey, there's a drill that's about to happen. They've given some kind of warning. Just ignore it. And then they heard uh, this radio traffic about shots fired. So we know at least that here at the Capitol, they kind of got the message and figured out what was going on. But our guy on our scanner at CNN did not get the message, heard the scanner traffic, and um, reported that he was hearing scanner traffic. Now, from there, then you get to problem number two, which is CNN making the decision to put someone in our graphics department on the bottom of the Screen wrote shots fired and wasn't no longer were we talking about you know scanner traffic, but we actually were reporting shots, actual fired. shots, and, and then then our anchor gets involved and our anchor says, Yes, shots fired. And then all of a sudden, there was a boat that was veering into restricted waters when the president was speaking, and where that came from, I have no idea. But I know that our anchor said that at one point, and we now know that to not be true.
4: Him. Did you have, uh... And then, due to that report, departures from Reagan National Airport were halted shortly after that. Uh, uh, you Making think you that meant... they have
2: calendars, uh, you know, at, you know, at the Department of Homeland Security or whatever? They would at least, uh, you know, maybe have circled today for, you know, maybe a day not to do anything out of the ordinary. All right, uh, Lisa. Thank you so much for uh, giving us. I know it's, uh, it's kind of gotten real, real hectic for you there, so uh, thank yeah, you so much for weighing yeah,
6: absolutely. in. Absolutely, and uh, you know, I'm not sure who this is going to be worse for, honestly, the Coast Guard or for CNN. We'll we'll see. I mean, you know, we're we're get, we're we're on it right now, which is good, but uh, we'll see. All right, thank, thank you, Lisa.
2: Lisa. Okay, All right, there you go. CNN Bye. Radio correspondent Lisa Desjardins reporting there uh, from uh, could have been an intern's first day on the job. Really, just to uh, lean forward and hit the enter key by mistake, mm-hmm. hit the macro for under attack. We're not under attack. I'm just uh, that was a anyway. So just that is that is the um, that is sort of the you know the thing about what is it? Mark Twain said the thing about the the uh, the, the lie can make it halfway around the world before the truth is out of bed
4: with its shoes on. Um, you know that you. So s- now the story has changed to CNN causes panic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, maybe it's a little bit of an Orson Welles tribute or something that I, Wow i I would imagine. Uh, so one person made that final decision. Uh, it's a it's a bad day uh, to be whoever that person is. Also, I, I would imagine that whoever decided, uh, hey, well, what day should we do a training exercise? Well, we've got 365 days to choose from. Let's pick September 11th.
4: Not only did they ruin that for everyone, we still haven't gotten to the Lindsay and lesbian phone calls yet. Damn you!
0: Damn you, anonymous bureaucrat! We must hear those.
2: Jesus, God Almighty. We got uh, Dax Old to get to. True Blood Prediction. We haven't... Okay, here's what we got to get done. We have to get this done. There's so much going on today. What with all the... uh, No, those are the lesbian phone calls. (laughs) It was just like shaking a thing angrily. You were like a Republican uh, lawmaker just just waving a a sheaf of papers at me. (laughs) Oh, good God. Um, So here's what's coming up uh, today. We got a pair of Slipknot tickets and uh, Slipknot slash Deftone tickets to give away. Beatles Rock Band still to give away. Lindsay Lohan Lesbian... The phone calls, right? Yes, am I correct about that? Yes. yes. Um, what else? Courtney Love continues to be crazy. Uh, we got uh, Holt. That is uh, all on the way. So let's uh, do this. We will uh, take a moment here, and uh, we're going to get to get ourselves uh, caught up. Straight ahead, uh, we've got uh, all of that on the way. That is uh, headed down the pike, as they say. Right now, now, not later, not at a future time. Now, if you can be caller ten and correctly identify this Beatles song.
0: 503-228-4101
2: You want to copy the Beatles Rock Band game, ladies and gentlemen And if you qualified for the grand prize, which is the uh, Full package, it's the Beatles Rock Band game, plus all Instruments, mic, guitar, drums, etc The Rick Emerson Show continues next More from Tim Riley, Dax Holt from TMZ True Blood Predictions, and all that on the way It is 503-228-4101 The Rick Emerson Show continues next Live from beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon It's Friday, stay right there
0: Rick Emerson Show on Rock 101
2: KUFO. The Rick Emerson Show returns. Look, if we're gonna make out you're not gonna give me typhus or something, right? I mean, can we just uh can we have an honest discussion about that? This
0: is Rock 101 KUFO.
2: The Rick Emerson's show on Rock 101 and KUFO. Thank you for coming along. It's 503-228-4101. Coming up at 9, it smells like the 90s with our good friend Buzz. And uh, this afternoon, according uh, Fatboy, they've got the, more copies of the Beatles' rock band. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got True Blood predictions on the way. And uh, in just moments, we'll speak with Dax Holt from TMZ. Tim Riley, what headlines are we tracking for the people of Portland today? Uh,
4: security scare on the Potomac in Washington is described as just a training exercise. Apparently CNN was the one that jumped the gun this time around. The proprietor of the vagabond inn is killed overnight. That motel is in Hood River. A mean 16-year-old is charged with burning down a Bremerton furniture store.
2: Really? Yes. All right. I think we have to note that uh, the meanness, I think, would be implied. But uh, is my uh, am I up over there with the? Uh, there we go. Welcome now to the Rick Emerson Show from TMZ. Our good friend Dax Holt. Hello, sir. How are you on this Friday?
8: I'm doing awesome because it is Friday. It is
2: th- because A, it's Friday, and B. The Jackson family, I was sort of worried that, you know, when Michael Jackson had passed, that among the many losses we were going to have was the loss of amusement from uh, people with the last name of Jackson. <laughs> Not so much You're the right. case. So wh- give us this sort of the lowdown on this non-existent Viennese tribute concert that apparently people were booked at without their knowledge.
8: Well it's Jermaine Jackson. It's all from the brain of Jermaine. He's sitting there, he's got this whole show and he's you know, talking about how he's gonna have all these artists come out there in Vienna and no one knew about it. You know, Chris Brown didn't know about it, Mary J. Blige had no idea, but yet they were supposed to, supposedly booked there.
2: Uh, and so they're booked, they don't know anything about it. The concert is then cancelled, and then apparently we had this sound earlier that I guess Catherine Jackson but nobody in that family has anybody else's phone number. Apparently, Katherine Jackson then cut a YouTube video, in which she thanked everybody for performing and said she was going to be there, even though she was giving the wrong date for it.
8: Well, <laughs> You tell she was like reading off of a teleprompter. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, that, and then I guess uh, it's Latoya who apparently is seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars in debt. Um, And it does sort of, uh, it does sort of beg the question: who exactly lets Latoya Jackson extend her credit
8: to seven hundred (laughs) and fifty thousand dollars? They were like, oh, she's got her brother as collateral. Oh no, not anymore.
2: You can totally see her doing that too. Like at the bank, what is your collateral? And she just like rolls Michael Jackson up on the desk. <laughs> what do you? What does Latoya Jackson do for a living? Do you suppose?
8: Um, nothing. Uh, she she she's done a couple of reality shows, but she doesn't really do anything. Is she now what she, the uh, what the IRS calls someone who lives without visible means of support? I'm going to go with yes on that one. Excellent. But here's, here's the best thing I said, All right, to jump back to the Vienna thing, uh, you know, Michael didn't really have any ties with Vienna so the whole for them to have a big memorial tribute concert to him in Vienna was strange. Well, we you know, we got to we got to ask uh Jermaine that and his his answer was Oh, because Michael liked castles and there's lots of castles in Vienna. Wow. What are you talking about?
2: It's just only the most tenuous grasp on reality. I mean, with that, and the other thing that, uh, that somebody had noted that I instinctively just believed to be true is that the family was this crazy all along, but it's sort of like having a bunch of small lights next to the sun. You, you know, Michael was just so overtly crazy that he kind of masked the family's nuttiness until now. Oh, yeah. And so now he's not the bright, shiny object to sort of distract from how bonkers everybody else clearly is. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so, Ellen is, start- when is... When is Ellen's first uh, first shot on American Idol? Or when is that happening?
8: I think that's going to be when all the auditions are done and the show starts up, because we're not going to see her in, through most of the auditions because they've had the celebrity guests. So, it's like, Posh has been there and some other people. So, i don 't think she'll be on for a little while did that kind of come out of the blue that they picked her because i i mean if you if you 'd asked me to list all of the
2: the people on earth that I thought would be taking paul abdul 's place it wouldn 't have been ellen
8: no i didn 't see it coming i don 't think anyone really saw that one coming you know i I think she 's funny and then i think she 'll be a good audition, but she doesn 't have any like musical background or anything like that so All she's really bringing is comedy to the show.
2: Which, I mean, and I find Ellen to be really legitimately funny. And speaking of crazy, she won't have the sort of uh, teetering towards a mental collapse at any moment compelling aspect that uh, Paula Abdul had. But Paula Abdul then does... I mean, she doesn't. the only thing I know that Paula Abdul has got going right now is she's going to be in that Drop Dead Diva uh,
8: show. I think that's all she does have going on. I
2: think that's kind of it. And then she's just sitting at home doing that thing that you do when you're unemployed sometimes where you actually call your own phone every now and again just to make sure that it still rings, to make sure that it works.
8: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people are calling all day, and I'm just missing the calls. But you know what? I'm going to miss the crazy that Paula brought to that show. And I think if they were going to have anyone replace her, I thought it would have been like Courtney Love or something. You know, (laughs) Up the game of crazy. And speaking of, uh,
2: so we're going to have more on this later in the hour, just to do sort of an overview of this. So, Courtney, you kind of wonder, like somebody needs to offer a service where they just provide a pseudo-internet to celebrities where people think that they're twittering and they think they're posting to Facebook and it's really just going to a computer in a tool shed out back and no one and then you pay somebody out there to answer it as though they're fans. I mean, just so you can't actually communicate with the outside world and look li- like you're just bat-ass nuts, which is what Courtney Love seems to do kind of all the time. Yeah, have you? do you follow her on Twitter? Uh, I really don't. See, the thing is, I don't need to, because
8: TMZ brings all
2: that to me. She just
8: rambles. She'll go off and do 45 Twitters all right in a row.
2: Yeah, I. Uh, it uh, almost as though I'm not saying this is the case. It uh, almost as though someone is a little bit uh, bipolar and goes through long,
8: long, long periods of doing nothing, followed by
2: days of being awake and having lots of thoughts about everything
8: <laughs> but the the best thing is now she she's all ticked off because uh, she's saying that guitar hero is using Kurt Cobain's image without you know without contacting her and they're stealing money from her and her child and I mean going off on them and it's... then we get a statement from guitar hero who's like um, we actually got permission, and it was a handwritten letter from Courtney Love herself that signed off on it. I think it was like one sentence. It was like,
2: here's the contract right here. We
8: got it in our hands. You know. Pretty much. Call us later. All right. You can buy some prescriptions with this cash. She <laughs> signed off.
2: Awesome. Have a uh, fantastic weekend, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, dude. There Thanks. you go. Dax Holt. See him on TMZ TV tonight, 1130 on
4: Fox 12. All right. Apparently, uh, PBS is uh, having a promotion saying tonight on uh, the News Hour with Jim Lehrer. Tim Riley will talk about the Beatles rock band, and he's a graduate of Emerson College. So this is an apparently there's an East Coast Tim Riley who is a writer who did go to Emerson College, which is a college in Boston, but he is not me. So Tim Riley from Emerson College is talking about the Beatles rock band. Yeah, uh-huh. that is awesome. On the East Coast,
2: that's like how there's that. Uh, that's like how there was that uh, that kid, that Dylan Riley kid, mm-hmm. uh, that a listener uh, that a listener named. Um,
4: but Emerson College is a school for radio
2: and television in Boston. Is that true? Yeah. You, know, you know, I read somewhere. I, I saw it was like a Newsweek or something a couple of years ago. They were talking about the worst companies in the world to work for. This is not my assessment. This is just theirs. You understand? They said that. Um, they said the Emerson Corporation, which is they make like radios. Uh, they said the Emerson Radio Corporation was the single worst place to work, which I think everyone can agree with. Uh, we should do the Courtney Love thing here, actually, because he uh, Dax talked about that. Well, let's Tim. Let's do the Courtney Love story here if we, if we have that. Then on the other side, we'll talk about Lindsay Lohan and we'll get True Blood. True Blood. Uh, but Dax uh, had just referenced, and there's just so much—it's like an endless unspooling ball uh, of crazy from Courtney Love. That seems to be, you know, it, that seems to be the sole product created by uh, Courtney Love Incorporated at this point. Is just uh, no, I can't find the story. Insanity. I was just vamping so well, giving giving you, giving you time to find it.
4: I'm looking for it. All right.
2: So So this is because of the Guitar Hero game that this all started.
4: So Courtney Love isn't pleased with the new Guitar Hero 5 video game, particularly the use of her late husband Kurt Cobain's image. The singer says via Twitter that the Guitar Hero game is a, quote, breach of contract on a bully's part, and there will be a proper addressing of this and retraction, unquote. Love goes on to say that she plans to sue. Activision reps previously claimed that Love had signed up on uh, the use music. Activision also said Love was involved in the creation of the game's virtual Cobain. And so the thing about oh, the hey.
2: about it is, is you know it's obviously a little Kurt Cobain avatar that because uh, I guess there's a couple Nirvana songs. I think it smells like Teen Spirit and Serve the Servants or something. And but it's an unlockable avatar, and what that means is you can play as the Kurt Cobain character. No matter what song you're playing. So if you're doing, um, God, what was the what was the one they mentioned? It was like Megadeth, but it was something. It was something like ludicrous. It was. Um, I want to say it was like it's not Who Let the Dogs Out, but it was something like that. It was just something. Oh my God! It wasn't that, but it was something. Just it was something ludicrous. It was something unbelievably silly. But it was like you could play it as Kurt Cobain. Um, Greg, do you remember what the uh, what the, the the song was that they pointed out? that uh, Kurt Cobain was able to play it was the other like really corny song from uh from Guitar Hero oh, 5. Oh yeah. Um I cannot for the life of me remember it. But they were saying, well, it's just wrong to see Kurt Cobain. It it was something it was was it like a rap it was. It was like it was like some sort of hip hop rock song that was generally known to be, you know, <laughs> to be retarded. And so, and Chris Novoselic and Dave Grohl put out a statement about it, too. Uh, they said that the
3: And they're petitioning for them to lock the character.
2: To lock the character so you can only play the Nirvana uh, songs as Kurt. It's so weird, though, to see those guys' press releases, how they never mention Courtney by name, but their press release actually says, I've got it here in front of me. We want people to know that we are dismayed and disappointed the way a facsimile of Kurt Cobain is used in Guitar Hero. The name and likeness of Kurt Cobain are the sole property of... He is a state, and we have no <laughs> control over their uh, over its use, uh, over that area. So they won't even really say her name, but clearly they, you know, they they kind of know what the deal is. One of Courtney's most insane uh, twitters about this whole thing reads as follows: This is the best thing she sent uh, all week. Courtney Love says, "Quote." Not in 20 jillion years would I ever have allowed this, and this is lethal. Is lethal is all one word. Followed by we, presumably her and her daughter, who must be unbelievably... I mean, as much as teenagers are embarrassed of their moms anyway, can you imagine? Courtney then follows it up by saying, We get no money for this travesty. Francis gets no money for the rape. So there you go. So that's today's uh, phrase of the day. Francis gets no money for the rape.
3: What's sad is that people these days will never remember that Hole was actually a pretty decent band. Like I, really, I went through a phase where I really, really loved Hole.
2: It's, uh, it's almost... And where Courtney a, Love
3: wasn't all like, like freaky plastic Muppet woman.
2: It's almost like Courtney Love went through a phase uh, where amazingly enough she was able to conjure up uh, songs that sounded great. If strikingly similar to the songs created by whatever guy she happened to be bonking at the time. Oh, what was the other song? Okay,
5: right? so uh, it's Public Enemy. It's him in the role of Flava Flav. Which oh, is, says, yeah, boy. <laughs> 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 which yeah. is fantastic. Oh. And he's also singing uh, Bon Jovi and Gavin Rossdale lyrics. See, apparently. that makes me
2: happy. It warms the cockles of my heart. Wow. Hey, and as I told uh, Ryan White from the Oregonian, I were talking about this yesterday. And as I told him, I said, uh, I said, maybe there can be a bonus round where the Kurt Avatar only has 30 seconds in which he can change all of his cover art to please Walmart so they stock his record. I'm just saying. Bitter. All right, straight ahead. Tim Riley has Lindsay Lowen's lesbian voicemails Yay. plus true blood predictions. You stay right there. It's the Rick Emerson show. It's Rock 101, K U F O.
0: is the Rick Emerson show on Rock 101
2: KUFO. Indeed it's the Rick Emerson show powered in large part by Viso. You can find out more about this uh, wondrous beverage, a drink Viso. Dot com and it is a uh, fantastic drink made right here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, we actually just a couple weeks ago sat down in a room with uh, Alex from Viso. We were talking to him. Uh, Viso's now got even more fruit juice. It's got uh, better ingredients. It's got uh, a great natural taste. And when I say natural taste, it's that even if you didn't look at the label, even if you look, if I just uh, you know if you did the old uh, challenge where I gave you a can of something, can of something else, didn't tell you what they were. Viso just tastes better because it's not full of chemicals. It's not full of just a bunch of stuff that they've uh, they put in some sort of a mysterious Slugworth-style vat and mix together. It is just made out of natural ingredients, the best fruit juice they can possibly find. It's got all your vitamins. It's got your minerals. It's got potassium. It's got calcium. Everything you need for a whole day. And uh, it comes uh, in the in low-cal variety, and then it comes in the regular variety. It's got natural sugar inside of it, so you're not going to feel like you're jacking yourself full of bizarre chemicals. And it comes in a variety of flavors that you can get in myriad places. My friends, you can go to Plaid Pantry. You can go to most 7-Elevens. You can go to the uh, cold section of all Fred Meyer locations. You can go to Zoo Pans as well. Uh, you can go to uh, the Flying Elephant Delicatessen if you have to be in uh, downtown Portland. Ask for it if you don't see it there. Go to the website and find out more about it. DrinkViso.com is the website. Viso, once you try it, you will never be able to drink anything that peddled itself as a so-called energy drink ever again. It will completely uh, change your standards for that. DrinkViso.com is the website. Viso. Available everywhere soon. Viso now with even more of everything good.
0: The Rick Emerson Show returns. This is Rock 101 KUFO.
2: It's the Rick Emerson Show. Now people are complaining that they can't see the video rodeo thing on certain smartphones. What is
3: wrong with people?
2: Complaining that they can't see the video.
3: You know, every comment that any for anyone that's seen it wishes that they could unsee it.
2: Uh, you know, uh, my conscience is clear. There's a big thing that says, don't watch this. I mean, I don't know how much, how much more could I boil that down, do you suppose? All right, it's uh, if you do want to watch it, and I know you do, it's at uh, RickEmerson.com. It's 503 228 4101, and that is the number you should call right now if you are interested in seeing Slipknots and the Deftones. 503 228 Four one zero one five zero three two two eight four one zero one. If you are caller ten, you win a pair of tickets to the Slipknot uh, and Deftones, ladies and uh, gentlemen. That is uh, coming at Memorial Coliseum Tuesday, October thirteenth. Winning them before you can buy them, they go on sale this Saturday at ten a.m. at Ticketmaster dot com. Don't forget uh, to join us on Monday when our guests will include uh, Christy Turnquist from the Oregonian. And what was, wow, what was that? I was trying to
3: remind you of our thing.
2: Oh, I thought you were indicating that Christy was crazy.
3: Which oh, no. she clearly is, well, but she's I mean bonkers
2: this is um yeah, and we will also be determining on Monday what mental disorder each of us uh on the show has we have uh we have a way apparently we've found a thing that will determine. Uh, with some de- degree of accuracy, which mental disorder each person on the Rick Emerson show is plagued with? degree of accuracy.
3: <laughs> no accuracy at
2: all. No, no, but uh, clearly we do have mental disorders. It's just a question of quantifying. I've them.
3: seen people who have taken this quiz, and it does seem pretty accurate.
2: So on Monday, we'll find out what nature of crazy each of us happens to be. In just a moment, we'll do our true blood predictions. Let's pay a visit to the news desk with your personal savior, Tim Riley. <laughs> okay.
0: In the News with Tim Riley.
4: Good morning from the KUFO News Center in downtown Portland, 849. Oh, it's going to be 90 degrees both today and tomorrow. Yes, it was just a security scare with the Potomac in Washington, D.C. It was just a, a training exercise. CNN jumped out reports of shots being fired at the Potomac. Uh, it turned out that they were wrong and caused all kinds of problems. A Portland man has been charged with being a cross-country pimp in Salt Lake City. A cross-country pimp. I want to be charged with that. Mm-hmm. 31-year-old man arrested after an undercover Salt Lake City police detective responded to a classified prostitution ad on Craigslist. He arranged to meet two ladies in a hotel room. He paid $260 for sexual acts and arrested the pair. They told the cop they were from Oregon, and the man hiding behind the door was their pimp. Who arranged for their flight pay for the hotel room, and they complained he wasn't even paying them.
2: It sounds like Cross Country Pimp would be like the new, that's like the new Rob Schneider film. It's like the Deuce Bigelow oh, follow up. It totally is. You know, but if you give him like a wacky name, he's Arnie Schlarp, Cross Country Pim.
3: Have you seen him lately?
2: Rob Schneider? His age no. poorly. Really? Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Maybe he's just
4: days from death. This is the last weekend of I 405 being closed for paving this weekend. It's I 405 northbound, closing at 10 tonight, reopening at 5 Monday. Okay, what you've been waiting for, Lindsay Lohan, voicemail messages. She posted these on the internet for anybody who wants to uh, hear them. Uh, this one's from a freaky friend in Utah. Oops, hang on a minute. i got to start this again. This one, let me take this out of mute because it. This one is from a freaky friend in Utah. Jesus,
0: yeah, Lindsay. You never call me anymore. It's John, your favorite Utah freak. Hey, uh. If You don't call me, I'm gonna go to my room
4: and paint homo team. Call, call me back later. Uh, two Lindsay Lohan fans uh, appear on this voicemail. Lindsay Lohan. I love
0: you. Have fun with
3: Sam
2: Ross. How would they have gotten Lindsay Lohan's phone number?
3: She's she posted wow. it herself.
2: Really? Online. Mm-hmm. Uh. It seems like a thing she, out she would
3: her do. Voicemail code, which is
4: just like one two three four. <laughs>
2: Password. That yeah, that totally seems like a thing that Lindsay Lowen would do.
4: Uh this lesbian caller wants to have coffee. Hey, my brother Mark told me to call you. Mark calling what
1: Um I just wanted to say that I think you're amazing an and I think we should get coffee
2: and uh, Maybe I some sex? Today.
6: Like Samantha Ronson, but um, you shouldn't call back. This might be a little creepy, but he said he ran into you at the uh the market, I and mean, oh. then
1: you
2: were staying with the East Side. All right, take easy. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we just bleeped out part of the lesbian's phone number. I know much to the despair of the audience. <laughs> I uh that was a thing I expected to not have her say. I forgot that that was there. Yeah, we're keeping that phone number for ourselves. Uh, all right, so, this is, so when did this happen that she put her phone number on the Internet? I mean, I guess it—, it I don't remember exactly. It doesn't internet. surprise me. It for seems yesterday? like— Yesterday? Yeah. The, like... Don't you think—okay, here's what somebody ought to do.
3: Now she's a shameless attention whore.
2: They ought to create some Twitter aggregate service that just puts all the crazy celebrity Twitters in one— thing you know what I mean
3: that would be amazing
2: in other words so you don't have to like go to every person's page and click follow there ought to be like a follow crazy celebs and then it gives you like Demi Moore Courtney Love uh Lindsay Lohan you know like whoever just everybody and you know and don't you just know that Rosie O'Donnell does it too I mean just like remember those insane blog postings that she would write
3: her blog was amazing where it
2: was like she was just like vomiting out her insanity onto the page over and over again um, excellent, fantastic. All right, uh, well, uh, without uh, further ado, let us uh, take a moment to reflect on the weekend of glorious television watching that lies ahead of us. So I don't know what's going on tomorrow, but I do know because tomorrow is the, the create content. So I'm going to be that and people have asked me uh, how do they go or how do they get the tickets for that. You can go to uh, RickEmerson.com. You click on the link there right below the video rodeo thing. Uh, don't click. That's don't not. It. That's not a ticket to anything but suffering. Uh, you don't want to click will that on Will that be
4: shown again at the beginning of the program? Yes.
2: <laughs> yes, it will. Being introduced by Sam Adams. Sam Adams, Adams that will introduce that. <laughs> People of Portland, I have something great to show you. Look at this. i um, stop talking about
3: it because i I can see that right happening.
2: Now. Yeah, so can I. It, so scroll down past that, or you can just go to createcon.com. That is C-R-E and then the numeral 8, C-O-N.com. Createcon. Uh, Con the Portland Creative Conference happens. It's uh, all day tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be there along with uh, Bill Oakley, who's a producer and animator from The Simpsons. Also, they have uh, Dan Wyden, Wyden Kennedy, Sam Adams. It's going to be a whole day of um, people from all kinds of different creative walks of life—movies, film, television, uh, all that—talking about their creative process, how to get past creative difficulties, um, you know, issues with the industry. Uh, so, if you want to find out more about that, go to Create Con. Dot com, And you can find that link at rickemerson.com uh, as well. Sunday, we've got, uh, well, Sunday's glorious TV watching starts uh, at 6.30 a.m. on uh, Northwest 32 TV.
3: what happens then, Rick
2: Emerson? Well, I'm glad you asked, Sarah. Uh, Outlook Portland hosted by me, Rick Emerson. I'll be featuring uh, two of the guys from the Cloud City Garrison. And they're that Star Wars costuming thing. And it really is fascinating. Whether you're into Star Wars or, like, dudes who dress like Boba Fett, doesn't matter. It really is, it's it's a pretty fascinating look into into that. Culture. Uh, that is Sunday morning, 6.30, Northwest 32 TV, the Gossip Girl Network. <sighs> later on, we've got Mad Men, which is just, there's just like so much going on with that show. I don't even know where to start. So we'll have to talk about that uh, Monday, except to note that when the dad died, Gene, I never really put together until later the fact that he wasn't going senile. He clearly had like a tumor or a stroke or something because of that thing where he says something, it's like he, he's eating, he's just like, well, this looks like chocolate, but it smells like oranges or something. Which indicates to me that he had some brain problem going on, and that was the thing that he like apparently didn't diagnose, like in '63 or whatever. Uh, there's that. The VMAs are happening, so there's Lady Gaga and her penis. Uh, they'll be there. Uh, Britney's opening that, and I guess uh, Janet's going to do the uh, Janet's going to do some tribute to Michael. Then, uh, of course, the the big event that night, the season finale of True Blood on uh, on HBO. I don't even know where to begin with this, Sarah. Oh,
3: I think that we're probably going to see the end of Marianne. So, should I give you my three predictions? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I have right. three
2: predictions as well. So. Right. I
3: think that Marianne is going to die, and I think that it's going to have something to do with Sam and his like transforming abilities. I don't know how, but I remember that it seemed like a big deal when Marianne slept with Sam when he was a young boy. You know, I, there's something connecting them, and I think that he somehow has the power to destroy her. I still believe that Tara's going to kill her mother, and maybe it's because I just really want Tara's mother to die. Seriously. And um, I think that somehow Jason Stackhouse will again save the day. As as Bill becomes more of an unlikable character, I believe that Jason Stackhouse will become more likable.
2: Okay, so you think that he is... So this is like his... uh, I can't believe I'm using this phrase. It's like a Joseph Campbell uh, uh, story arc with uh, Jason Stackhouse, where he is becoming less dumb. Yes. He's becoming a better, better, more well-rounded person, and he's...
3: I think so. I think in some way Jason Stackhouse is going to save the day. It's like
2: a growth arc for him. Yes,
3: and then just what I wish is that I hope Eggs dies.
2: Oh, God, I hate that guy. Well, here is so much. This isn't a spoiler because I don't know anything about the show coming up on Sunday. I do know this. Uh, Again, this is not a spoiler about True Blood as such. I know the guy who plays Eggs has signed to do some other show for some other network next year. So, oh, th- awesome. I mean, it's always possible he could be doing both, Uh but uh, I know he's got, he's signed to do, he's been on some other show. Well, that's what show. happened
3: with Michael on Lost, and then he was signed on to another show, and then he ended up coming back anyway. Yeah, so that so, never says anything. I
2: hate that character, that eggs guy so much. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him with everything in me. Uh I will give my predictions, and then we've got some sound yes. that uh that we were talking about uh, Bill Compton and his terrible accent. So we have a startling revelation about that. We'll get to my three predictions of True Blood. One, I think Marianne. Will die, but it's going to be in some weird way that guarantees her the possibility of coming back. In other words, like she won't die as such. Like we won't be able to get rid of her all the way, but she'll she'll vanish in like a puff of smoke or something. I mean, she'll you but know. I don't think it'll
3: be graphic. They're always so graphic with those.
2: I think it will be, but I think that like there'll be something at the end where it's like you see her materialize in some other town in some other country. Okay. And because I love Michelle Forbes, but that that villain is real one note to me. I, I am really sick of of Marianne and the villain, but I think that uh, we'll probably... So,
3: well, uh, outlasted her welcome. It was just way too long.
2: This is just not enough, but I think we'll see her at some point in the future. uh Tara's mom. I think Tara's mom is going to die, but I think Tara's mom will sacrifice herself to redeem herself. She will sacrifice oh, herself like for Tara? Yeah, to save Tara, thus redeeming herself, and then getting rid of a, a shrill, annoying character. Finally, that Jessica Chick, the hot redheaded vampire, I think something big is going to happen to her, and either A, she will die, or B... Because there's a whole weirdness where she's been denied love with her Hoyt or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and then there's the mom and all that weirdness. I think that Jessica will either die, or I think at the end of the season, I think Jessica might turn evil. I think she might become the big bad for oh, next season. She'll
3: be like jaded. jaded.
2: That's the thing because she wants because she just wants she just wants to be loved mm-hmm. and uh, family and so forth. And I think she won't get it, and I think she'll become jaded, and I think she might be the big villain for next season.
3: Oh my god! Yeah, that, I would think that more so than her
2: if they're not, not doing that, they should. Um, so as we bring the curtain down of this whole thing, we're running very late, but we can't not do this. Because we teased it earlier, uh, the guy who plays Bill Compton, who normally sounds like this... She saved me. Oh, I'm sorry. Who normally sounds like... I won't do this any
0: longer. It's over. No more innocent lives. And bloody beds and cruelty for sport.
1: You are a vampire. They are food. That's your nature.
0: No! It is your nature.
5: You have lost your humanity. And you have stolen mine. Made me into a monster.
2: <laughs> that Did, sounds surreal. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I'm in the South. Uh, so that's what that guy sounds like on the show. And the, we have always just made fun of, of how terrible. Uh, I thought it, that he would talk like this in real life. Yeah, that it's so like. Killing people. Uh, that it's, just, it's so awful that he said, such a wooden accent. Somebody claimed it was a real, you know, accent, but it sounds so fake to us. This would explain partially why his accent is so awful. This is that guy's real voice.
1: How you doing, Steven? I'm very good, thank you. Now, you've been naked a couple of times on True Blood. I mean, did you not have that in your contract, like, no nudity this time, guys, or, or that was out of your contract?
0: I, uh, you know, it's, so many times you end up as the
5: man because because you can't see certain bits of the, of the lady. You end up, you know, with the director coming up to you and saying, dude, we can't see that, so we're gonna have to shoot over your shoulder, so can we have your little buttocks
0: going up and down, you know? I won't do this any longer. It's over. No more innocent lives, and bloody beds, and cruelty for
1: sport. You are a vampire. They are food. That's your nature. No,
5: it is your nature. You have lost your humanity, and you have stolen mine. Maybe
1: time, guys, or, or that was out of your contract.
5: I, you know, it's. So many times you...
2: See, so now I can't hate him quite as much. Certain... I mean, he's got like two hurdles to come over there. He's got to lose his own accent and get a brand new one. So,
3: And he's also paid millions of dollars to do it, and he's sleeping with Anna Paquin.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, I've got nothing, apparently. <laughs> All right. On that note, we want to thank CNM Radio correspondent Lisa Desjardins for joining us today. Dax Holt from TMZ. Uh, and Aaron Duran from geekinthecity.com. Rick Emerson, show produced today and every day by the lovely and talented Sarah dillon for Rock 101, KUFO. In the newsroom, Tim Riley on the phones, Greg, scarred for life, Nibbler, uh, front desk at the gatekeepers, Dave in the web Bridget from upstairs, alpha broadcasting marketing guru, Susan Donoff with me, Reynolds, executive producer, Christopher J. Paddock, Court and Fat Boy coming up at 3 to, uh, three to 7 today with uh, copies of uh, Rock Band The Beatles, Buzz at 9 with Smells Like the 90s, and don't forget, the KUFO half-off sale begins now at KUFO.com, featuring $25 gift certificates to the Thirsty Line in Northwest pub with a European flavor serving lunch, dinner, and drinks seven days a week. You can get a $25 gift certificate for just $12.50 right now at KUFO.com. You can also win one if you are caller 10 at 503-228-4101. It is Friday, September 11, 2009. That is the frequency, Kenneth. We will see you all on Monday. Watch out for snakes.
1: Attention broadcasters in the greater Portland area. Your daily show prep is now concluded. Thank you for listening.